When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Florida State and Syracuse. That is an 8 p.m. Eastern kick, and it will now be for a three-game winning streak. A three-game winning streak will be on the line for Florida State, fresh off a rivalry ass-beaten of the U. That's the kind of night we're about to have here on War Chant Game Day with Gene Williams, the call-in show. Drop your change. Drop it all around. Don't worry about it. That's right. We are here for the next couple of hours celebrating the biggest road win in the series history between Florida State and Miami. 42-point spread. Never been larger, the margin of victory in this series. History was made tonight, and Florida State was the winner. Dominic, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. It's been a fun ride this evening. Uh, I hope you enjoy getting some rest ahead of, a, I'm sure, a busy Sunday. Is Gene uh, in the in the wing? In the Let's bring him in. Uh, let me shout at Gene. I haven't seen him in a while. Hey, there he is. Rob. What's up, Gene? How you doing, buddy? I'm phenomenal, man. This was awesome. This was a, uh, this was a night to remember. Uh, I, I'll remember this one. This was great. This was glorious. This was fun glorious. Game. Anytime you blow it out really your rivals, was. humiliate them in their home it's stadium. Just, it's, it's so hard to do. I don't think people really yeah. give it enough credit or realize like how hard it is. Um, regardless of whether they're good or bad or where they're at, as I said it earlier, where they're at as a program, where you're at as a program, um, you just don't get to do it a very often. And when you do, man, God, you appreciate it. So, and, and D-Rob, I'm, you I'm know this as a player, when you were a player, it's different. You see Miami get blown out or a team that's a good team. But this is different because those players on that team look at Florida State differently. They're giving it their absolute best game because they don't care. Look, they lose to Virginia or whoever. It's not a big deal. Those players grew up with the Florida, a lot of Florida State players. This means a lot more to them. To blow them out in their stadium, that says something. I I agree 100%. Like they, and, and you saw a little bit of emotion from them early, yeah. from Miami early. And that's what I, I, I said, Gene, that we need to remind them that they suck. Like you, <laughs> you start the game, you, you go, well, screw this. I'm going against my brother. I'm going against my old teammate. I'm going against my rival, you know, from a rival high school. I'm going against a guy from, you know, North, North Florida that I hated or another mm-hmm. guy from South Florida that I hated. And you forget where the history of your team, you forget the game that you lost last week or the game that you lost a couple weeks ago. So you need a reminder real quick on this first drive. Oh, no, no, no. But although you're going against your brother or your former teammate and all this, don't forget, you guys suck. (laughs) You are not a good team. So let me remind you with this first drive, and then let me remind you again with this three and out. And then let me remind you putting you down 14-0. Like, there there, there always needs to be those those reminders because there is a lot of emotion – and if they can find a way to make a play early, they'll forget the history of where they are as a program. Um, and, and again, this being their first year in the rebuild and Florida's first year in the rebuild, 
it's really important that we establish sort of that that dominance that you guys are behind. And you're going to have to play catch-up for a while mm-hmm. because we are full steam ahead. And so doing that um, is so important, man. I, I can't tell you how important it is. Again, I said it earlier, when the when the kids pick up this guy and they, they, they see the score, they need to see that one team was really good and the other team had zero chance. Yeah. Yep. And so I want to go to that team. That was really good, not the team that had zero chance. And, that, and that's a good point because, you know, D-Rob, there's a lot of recruits in the stands. And all they saw, like you said, those those fans leaving the stadium, Yeah, they yeah. all saw that. And they got their second guess. They go, well, do I really want to come to this school? They just got humiliated. Their fans left. I'm second guessing this stuff. Those perceptions, those little moments, and they're very quick moments. They don't really last long, but they are very powerful. They are very powerful, especially to a person who's 17 year old, yeah. A 17 year old who's only been on this planet for 17 years and has only been paying attention to football for three or four years, some of them. They don't have the sort of history to fall back on of remembering Charlie Ward and Peter Wink, uh, uh, Peter Warwick and Chris Winkie and they don't have that. Um, so you gotta, you know, you get, you gotta remind them. You know, you got to have recent reminders that will. Well, you don't, and you don't want to give them any momentum. You don't want to give crystal ball. You don't want to give those momentum because they're trying to build all this momentum and excitement. They're new and all this stuff, and then you kind of slap in the face. No, you're not. You have no momentum. Yep, one hundred percent. You guys did a great job, man. I tuned in a couple times, and I mean, it's so entertaining to listen to you too, especially in a game like this. It makes it. I know it makes it fun. Yeah, oh. for sure, man. These yeah. these are the easy ones. These are these are the. These <laughs> we'll are the take these ones. every week. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do it again next week, uh, Dominic. What do you say? Florida State Syracuse. Let's do it again. For sure, man. Go Knowles. Good night, D-Rob. Good job, buddy. D-Rob. Fantastic work from Dominic yes. Robinson, uh, our lead football analyst at Warchant TV. And you are now watching the Warchant Game Day postgame show, powered by Zaxby's, as everything is here on Warchant TV on a Saturday. He's Gene Williams, the founder and administrator of Warchant.com. My name is Tom Lang, and what did we just? So watch? we're not. This is we're going right into the post game, right? No break, no. I think. What do you think, Gene? We just go straight to it. I can order. I can order a drink. So I don't no, know. Ha- we could do a little. We can do some initial thoughts, kind of thing. I'm okay with that. I mean, let let's revel this a little bit. I agree. I agree. You know, I want to first think about. I I was I chilled this, so I'm going to break this out. So we got the 2019 Bourbon County Goose Island. The mm. coffee edition. So 2019, the last time FSU was in a bowl. Now they're bowl eligible, so I thought it was appropriate to pop this baby open. Thanks to our friends at ABC. That's right. By the way, um, they got me some good Mars on, and I did get this at ABC a couple of years ago, to, but I aged it. I'm ready to pop this baby. What you got there, Tom? Here's what we're popping, a little 1941 vodka. Woo! Only get this at ABC in the state of Florida, and I will be filling it in a special cup. As uh, there it is, I was ordered a delivery, and here it is. Thank All right, you. lovely wife Jamie. Hey Jamie, thank you. Oh, you brought beers. Oh, you got the uh, Jeff Cameron uh, cooler there. It. Okay, so I got yes, that's right. Here it is, the JCS War Chant Golf, Golf Tournament. Tournament. Yep, yep, from our friends, sponsored by our friends at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Yes. So I'm going to be mixing this vodka, Gene, along with some soda. Let's see that. Uh, there we go. 
Here it is. This is uh, just regular club soda, uh, except, wait, no, it's not. It's oh, my tear soda, even sweeter. That's correct. So we'll be drinking vodka and tears, carbonated tears, of course. Nice. Uh, cheers to you. It's going to take me a second to pour this out. But cheers, everybody. Go ahead. Take a swig, Gene. Go Knowles, baby. Beat the go, ass out of the Canes. Suck it, Canes. <laughs> ben, feel free oh, to Oh, delicious. Absolutely. It tastes even better. It's so sweet when it hits the lips. Ben has whipped. There you go, Ben. Go yeah, ahead. I love, I love D-Rob, the duck. He calls it's it the, the pouting duck. duck. That's right. He calls it the duck. Go ahead, Ben. Rotate through a couple more. I like the, uh, how about yeah. the Mike Morvell? Let's oh, see. I love it. <laughs> Look at this one. <laughs> that is footage of Mike Norvell walking into the post-game locker room. Uh, throw the damn towel. I love that too. There's also, uh, there you go. There's Jalen. Oh, yeah, Hi, Jalen. Good to see old sassy. Uh, I'm going to take command for this. Oh, <laughs> we're eating oh. a W. <laughs> We're eating a W on War Chant TV. I'm taking control for this. Man, well done, buddy. Look at Excellent. this one. Look. Oh, one of my faves. Reminds me of the Man Cave shows. We had that oh, one. Look at these guys. Look at them. Oh, yeah. It's just so unfortunate. There were more Serenda Cobras that I saw on TV than I think I've ever seen. And they were like in the first quarter they're doing it. <laughs> look at That's how Mike's going to walk into the locker room tonight. Oh, and he should. <laughs> uh, so here's uh, Cristobal on those recruiting calls tonight. This is yeah. We got a Baghdad Bob one in there. That'd be good to do too. I don't know that we do, but Ben, go hunt it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. Cheers! Absolutely awesome. Drink. Cheers! Enjoy your vodka. I'm gonna enjoy my uh, Imperial Stout here. Woo! And get a little, get a little saucy. You know, the beautiful thing, we also have an extra night to sleep it off. Extra hour tonight. To That's right. Yeah. Off. I'll take that extra hour. Use it to celebrate to the nearly 1500 yes. of you who are around silly animations and pictures and enjoy the night. Welcome to War Chant Game Day. Get you a refill if you need one. Get you two. Go double fist from the, the fridge and bring it back because we're going to be locked in for the next hour and a half, maybe two hours. Who knows? We'll open up the phone lines here shortly. It's going to be a night driven by you guys. This is you earn this. You've been with us for two it's plus been years paying now for the last four years. That's right. And on this show for two plus years, this is what you've been waiting for—a rivalry win that is resounding. Gene, this is again for those of you that are just joining us, the widest margin of victory on the road in the history. I didn't know that. I saw this. I saw the screen that they put up in the 47 point wins that FSU had before Miami did. But I didn't realize for a road win that that was the largest one in the series. That is really impressive, Tom. And, you know, let me go ahead and give a couple. First of all, to me, impressive that you played. Let's say Miami's an average, mediocre team, but you blew them out in their home stadium. That says you, want, you keep talking about levels of growth and where yeah. you've gone. Yep. And I made the point to D-Rob, if you're tuning in now, but I mentioned to D-Rob at the end of the show, at the end of the in-game show that we talked, the fact that you got Miami when they were dialed in, because this was, they are not having a letdown against Florida State. They're in their home stadium. They're up for one game a year, if nothing else. This is the game they're up for, and you humiliated them in their house. Yeah. So that shows you how far this program is that they were able to do that. And Tom, here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to get on myself too for a lot because I, I was, I was wrong. They played a clean 
game for four quarters. Yeah. Something they have not done, I don't think, since 2013. I mean, there's – they play. They didn't – but they ended up with four penalties, I think, in the game. Yeah. I think it was four penalties. Um, so first of all, I'm going to myself because I, I, I bitched, I whined. I was a negative Nelly last <laughs> week, and a lot of you got on me for it. And you know what? You're right because I didn't consider the fact that they were they looked at film. They saw how bad Georgia Tech was. You see it in the NFL. You saw it with Philadelphia playing the lowly Houston Texans the other night if you watched the NFL, the best team in, arguably against the worst team. And for a half, they looked like crap against them. You Sometimes you played on your opponent. I didn't consider that. You know, I, I was complaining about all the penalties. They went from 13 penalties to four because they dialed in against a, what they thought was a quality opponent, maybe not so much, um, in the red zone. But they simplified it, Tom. And this tells me that Mike Norvell can learn from his mistakes. I love the fact that they win the I formation a lot of times, and they, they simplified things down there, and it worked. They did that well. Um, no substitution problems like they had the time before. It was a clean game, and it shows the growth and development of this team. And me picking 23 to 20, whatever the hell I picked, I'm an idiot. They're much better than that. They are loads better. They are light years ahead of Miami right now on the pantheon of college football. Well, uh, I will tell you, Gene, that we, we discussed this. We can now reveal the conversation we had on the phone mm-hmm. during the week. I said, hey, just to I let told you, you know. I had a bad feeling. But we, we talked about it uh, after Tuesday's practice that I was at, and I said, hey, man, they wrapped a whole period of I-formation, like in goal line. Like, yeah. that, they were going to it. Now, they're not ready for prime time up the middle yet. They got turned away on the first play, but it sets up play action on the second play to DJ Lundy, who now has three touches <laughs> as an offensive player, and he has three touchdowns as an offensive player for Florida State. They also went to the I-formation later. Uh, in a short yard situation and just bowled everybody over as Trey Benson did tonight. Yeah. And we've got to mention him. We didn't talk about him a ton oh. in the watch along in the second half. Specific, in the first half, we, we were loving on Trey Benson a ton, but 15 carries, 128 yards and two touchdowns for Trey Benson tonight. And what's his yak? I mean, it had to be half of that has to be yak yards. Oh, and, and the, he was the leader in the country, Gene, heading into tonight in terms of broken tackles mm-hmm. per carry. That's only going to increase tonight. Yeah. He was a a beast. And, you know, Treshawn Ward was supposed to be available for this game. He went through warm-ups, not one carry for number eight tonight. You yeah. didn't need him. You didn't yeah. need him. Between Toa Feely and Benson, 29 carries, quick math, 180 yards. 29 carries, 180 yards between Trey Benson and Lawrence Toa Feely. And, of course, Toa Feely added 75 yards on three catches on top of that. So it's just and, – and 25 more from Benson. So you're talking 280 yards of offense on 33 touches. That is – Yeah, wow. it's it's unbelievable. People want to talk about it. They keep A lot of people still – I saw this lab complaining about Mike Norvell. We can't recruit, blah, 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 blah. Look what he's doing in the portal. Look at these guys he's brought in. I mean, it's unbelievable. And you saw Jared Verse again had a big role on defense. Benson was big. You got those. You didn't even need Johnny Wilson tonight. You know, you didn't need Micah Pittman because, you know, you could just run it down their throat. You emasculated Miami just by running the ball with Benson and Toafili the whole time. It was a simple game plan, but that's what that's what you needed to easily win this game. Just a huge win. And we've got to talk about the defense, too. We knew Miami coming in. 
after what we saw against Virginia, that this was a team that was very lacking on that side of the ball. Mm-hmm. But again, you held them to three points. I mean, you got, I mean, impressive performance yep. by that group. And a couple times that I loved down the stretch when it looked like they were getting ready to score. And nope, even against our backups, you are not getting in the end zone. Screw you. We're going to blow you out. You put the 40 burger. You pick, you're the one, are you the only one to pick the 40 burger, Tom? Uh, Jeff did as well. Uh, okay. Jeff, Jeff said right. 41 17. I said 42 to 20. Yeah. But I promised the burger. I said, you like burgers? Cause you're about to see a 40 burger. And that's you what like them got. burgers. That's right. <laughs> It was, uh, you know, the big play in that series, Gene, where Florida State kept Miami out of the end zone was the second and goal in which it was a quarterback run and Jamie Robinson was right. Oh, there, yeah, yeah, Jamie. Like the quarterback and it was, you know, third goal from forever away. That sets up the opportunity for the bad snap. If you're not there to make that play because they had been running the ball well with the quarterback, Miami was. And, uh, Ja'Curry Brown is somebody who helped put a lot of stuff on tape for Florida State to clean up ahead of Anthony Richardson. D-Rob and I were talking about that. You know, if you're going to have these breakdowns, you might as well do so in a blowout because you're going to see some of these things the next couple of weeks if Garrett Schrader's healthy and certainly from uh, Anthony Richardson with Florida. So it all works out. You turn them away, and I do want to come back to that player, number 10. Jamie Robinson was awesome tonight. He was awesome. Several plays, including a big one, Miami coming off of their own goal line. They go empty on third down. And it's a one-on-one. If he misses Brown, the quarterback, they might be at midfield, and he makes mm-hmm. the play. He made three or four plays like that tonight. Jamie has not been a name we've talked about a lot. We talked about it more in the preseason than – I'm glad you brought that up. I was just thinking, he's been kind of quiet this season, but when you needed him to step up in a game like this. Oh, shoot. We've got somebody in the green room who wants to make a cameo, Gene. I think – Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Steven, you ask and you shall receive. What's up, brother? How are you doing? He's a man of the people. Cheers! Cheers, everybody! Here we Cheers, go! Jeffrey. Jeff, well, you gotta get a suck it from you, buddy. It just won't make, it'll make my night complete. Everything else has been perfect. Woo! Suck it, Miami! There you go. Yes! <laughs> We're drinking on some vodka, and I, this is what I chased yeah. this. Miami so nice tears are so sweet when it hits the lips. Yeah. I did not want to, by the way, rain on your parade. It's your all show. It's what you guys do. You put in the work, all that good stuff. But I did want to come cheers my brothers and all my fellow Knowles and pop pop a little bit here and be pretty proud about how that went down. Uh, felt good all week long. It's nice when a plan comes together. The boys look good tonight, huh? Yeah, well, that was something, Jeff. We are trending towards the funnel, by the way. I think, you know, I think the promise was that we run the table. We're all funneling. At the corner pocket, and I think we may have to do a bring back a little retro, maybe a man cave show might be the way to do that. What do you I'm think, in. Jeff? Yeah, I think we're gonna have to do it. Yep, let's do it. I, I can't wait to do it. I'm really, uh, man, I'm I'm excited. I mean, you know, I, I I was confident all week long. I think we all were to varying degrees, some more than others. But I would say, all right, rub it in. <laughs> I'm the negative Nelly. I already took my penance. I already admitted I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. I'm Not a- this guy. <laughs> you guys were right. I was wrong. I doubt No, no, no. Listen, here here's the good news too. They could have they could have beat that ass even worse if they wanted to. Um it just kind of shows all the Miami recruits, all the Miami fans. They've got miles to go. The two programs aren't close. It's not competitive. Yep. 
Florida State is so much further along. And more importantly, I think moving forward now, Florida State has to be careful. Buckle up. Go beat Syracuse, who's not any good. We didn't think they were anyhow. Go win that game. I really think that this season comes down now to that Florida game. Florida game well, I yeah. think it's a little bit better than people realize. I actually think offensively they're better than people realize. But this could be fun. Scary, yeah. Yeah. We've got a special gift for you, uh, and and I do. There you go, right here. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> that is Jeff's calling card. Twitter play is the Richard Simmons emerging from the smoke. <laughs> he, he is an old grad after all, is Richard Simmons. So, <laughs> Tom, stop admitting that. <laughs> oh no, it's so good. It's so good, Jeffrey. The, the best part was first quarter, second quarter. Their fans leaving the game, and I'm thinking they've got over a hundred recruits sitting there watching. This is what you get. Never go to that place. They yeah. don't have a stadium. They don't have fans. Forget it. Ruiz is probably bowing out. He's not going to honor his NIL crap. You're done. That program's done. Get yeah, out. no, it's absolutely hilarious to watch. I mean, they're, they've got a long, long ways to go. Um, they're not any good right now, I can tell you that. And Florida State did anything they wanted to when they wanted to. So doff the cap to the boys and to you, all you guys. You, hey, listen. Tom, especially to you, my brother, you've worked really hard today. I got to go watch it, and I know you had to do the watch along, which I'm sure was awesome. I was too busy yep. screaming at my television, enjoying it, dropping down with the suckets uh, every five <laughs> minutes, uh, having a good time. But, uh, listen, I'll let you guys proceed. I just wanted to say go Knowles. Wait, I wanted wait. to say I love you both. Go Knowles, everybody. Hey, Thanks so Tom, much. Tom's got one more hey, thing to say hey, wait before he goes. Wait, one thing. I just wanted you to – okay, so you weren't watching the watch along. That's fine. You should have been. But uh, D-Rob was talking about Cristobal. Did you hear his comments about Cristobal? I did, I did not, no. Okay. So he said I'm, he, he stopped in the middle of uh, some kind of point, and he says, I'm going to give you guys a little inside baseball here. You know, I was like, oh, what's he going to talk about? Yeah, let's hear this. So he visited with his son, Deuce, Oregon, under the leadership of Mario Cristobal, and he said a lot of people were praising him up there at Oregon for what he was doing as a recruiter. I'm not going to say, I'm just going to tell you that it had really little to do with Mario. And when he got hired at Miami, I was really happy that that was the hire that Miami made. Because wow. when we were on a visit, he wow. really handled it poorly. And I thought, well, this watch along so to our ears, it keeps getting better and better. Um, the last thing before you go, I mean, how often do we get the Jeff Cameron shows wildly popular host here on, on the post game. <laughs> what promo, did you think? One to three, one to three here on war chant TV. Right you'll here, hear it on Monday. He'll be on subscribe. Tell him how to subscribe. So they get the Jeff Cameron show all the time and some of the headlines. Oh, you hit the subscribe button underneath this video on YouTube. If you like pods, you can also subscribe to all of our feeds, war chant podcast featuring headlines, the Jeff Cameron show, wake up war chant. You can find us all over the damn lot. But I wanted to ask you, sir, and you'll be hosting, uh, you'll be on the Smash tomorrow, yeah. right? Oh, oh yes, right. I will. Yeah, yeah. And listen, by the way, real quick, I got to be careful about the Smash. Last year, I, I got myself in trouble. People thought I took it too far. It was right after the Miami win. Uh, that's right. We beat Miami two years in a row. Uh, so I'll keep it together tomorrow, guys. I'll keep it together. I'll get it all in tonight. I'll just, I'll have a Even good time though it's going to be on the heels of the Bucks playing. They got the late, they got the late game, Jeff. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Yeah, because who cares anymore? Bucks are. Pretty That's correct. Not. The Bucks are awful. So how about the moment between Norvell and Deucepan? What did you think oh, of that? I, I, that was – go ahead. It's so good. It's so good. Well, one of the things that I love is, I mean, first of all, you have to hold everybody accountable. Kids really do want discipline. 
I think it's a really important time. It's like, I, I, I just love that he kept saying, look at me, look yeah. at me, you know, and he would not let him waver with that. And yeah. I, I just, Mike gets it, man. He does get it. Now, is he a perfect coach? No. Is he our coach? Is he a good coach? Are they moving in the right direction? Yes. And a big part of that is accountability, man. It's about accountability, and he's really, really good. By the way, that is a recruiting ad. Like watching that replay, if you're a parent of a kid, you got to love that. Well, they recognize the broadcasters give him credit. They recognize what he was doing, and then to come back on the first play on offense and give Deuce the ball. You right. know, keep them engaged. It was so well done. And they reckon the broadcasters, sometimes they're oblivious to what's going on, but they actually recognize what was happening. Yeah, they did. They recognized it. And it was important. You're right. By the way, Gene, great point out of you. The fact that they came right back and gave Deuce the ball. That's what Mike's about, right? I'm going to hold yeah. you accountable. Don't be a bitch. I'm going to make you look at me. We're going to have this conversation. By the way, if you handle it, I got you. I've yeah. always got you. Be a man. I've got you. It, it's so good. It's so good. Listen, this could not have gone any better for all of us, but in particular for Mike and this coaching staff and these players, they're moving in the right direction. Clearly Miami looks like a, a clown show as usual and Florida state embarrassed them in their house in front of all those recruits. It became once again, another home stadium for Florida state, but also the way the broadcast spoke so glowingly of where Florida state's headed and where they've been and those interviews and those players, man, they're going to have to, you know, truthfully, they're probably gonna have to replace quite a few really good players. Yeah. Some players um, are playing well enough that I was hoping they'd be back, but probably. Out. Yeah. I think versus gone probably. And you know, maybe a few others, but point is like, you would want to play here right now. So yeah. it's exciting. It's exciting. Great okay. stuff, Jeff. Thanks, brother. Looking forward to hearing you tomorrow night, buddy, for the Sunday Smash. Absolutely. Well, be good, guys. Good old. You'll be win. on WarChant TV tomorrow at 11 a.m. for the college football roundup as well. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I am, talk about that, that Alabama-LSU game. Oh, you saw LSU won that. I that watched the ending. Be... I watched the wow. ending. And, you know, by the way, guys, there's a team that may have beaten LSU earlier this year. We oh, were up in New Orleans to cover which league. means we own Alabama, right? I guess that's how you do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, transitive property for that ass tonight, right? <laughs> but uh, but, 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 I, but I, will, I will say this. Tomorrow, 11 a.m., it's a fun show. It's about a 45-minute roundup, guys. If you haven't watched it yet, you really should. You can find the link right yeah. here. I'm just telling you this. It's a lot of, it's a blast. Me, I basically, I cover college football. We have guests on from the on three networks. We have guests on from the Georgia Tennessee game, which is obviously we saw Georgia yeah. win that game. We'll have LSU Alabama. We're all set. We're good. Notre Dame Clemson is too. Notre Dame stomps Clemson. Wow. So it's going to be a great show. Watch that tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. It gives you time to sleep in. Peace out, everybody. Last thing. Do you want a rocket ship, John Cena or Lightspeed? What do you want on the way out, Jeff? Um, uh, uh, John Cena. John Cena. Touchdown, Abajo! Touchdown, Abajo! There you go. That's my favorite. Good pick. <laughs> Touchdown, Abajo! Touchdown, Abajo! Good olds, guys. Thank you, Jeff. So, Gina, uh, let me let me ask you about that real quick. Um, the TV broadcast. So, I love when a TV broadcast rallies around a program. Often it's been the other program the last yeah. three or four years where you say, my God, this is a freaking 1-900 infomercial for these teams. So they were talking glowingly about Florida State throughout the second half. They had to have been. That's oh, they were. They were. You know, they tried, oh, Chris Bull's going to turn around, blah, 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 the usual talking points. But, no, they really were on. 
Yeah, and I forget which, and, and I'm bad. I don't remember which of the two guys. And he said he was here for the Boise State game and saw he saw the lows of Florida State. And he goes, he did a long talk about how he's seen this program slowly but surely grow under Mike Norvell yep. uh, over that time and how he's got everything going the right thing. And they talked about all the transfers coming in. So they did, they actually did. A lot of times I'm critical, and I think that's often when it's the ACC network. Obviously, ESPN, ABC do a little bit. They've got the higher class broadcasters coming in. I thought they did. Now, I'll take some some other people may in the chat may know better than me. But from what I heard, I was pretty pleased with it. And another thing, too, I didn't see a bad call. I hate to even, like, bring this up, but I don't remember the last ACC game. I don't know if there was a call even disagreed with the whole game. Was there one bad call? No, the only thing that that stuck uh, stood out to me, Gene, was um, when they replayed the first pass interference on the third and eleven, where Jordan threw in a triple coverage. I don't know what the hell they were replay reviewing, but it took five good minutes. No, they were reviewing because I heard someone say they thought it might the pass it, might have been a tip call. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all they were reviewing, which I'm whatever. I mean, that's fine, but it took far too long. Other than that, though, other than that, I mean, the holds that they called against Florida State that was um, legitimate. The pass interference on Johnny Wilson in the end zone, that was legitimate. I mean, it, it felt like it was a well-efficient. I mean, the point. broadcasters didn't rip us. The ACC didn't screw us with yeah. calls. I mean, and you blew out your rival. I mean, it's, it's, it's a perfect day. It, it, it's a good day. Isn't that Ice Cube? It was a good day. Yeah. Today, yeah, today I mean, was a good day. Yeah. Uh, Ben, all right. Who do we have to thank? I'm sure we have a few people yes. to thank here on the ABC Fine Wine and Spirits Viewer Chat. Remember everybody that you can go to ABC. Ooh, Timothy. Timothy. ABC Woo! Fine Wine and Spirits. We're taking it slow. I've got a, a tea time, uh, tomorrow before 9 a.m. So I'm taking it slow. I'm not taking uh, it slow. I got the good stuff. <laughs> well, you got vodka. I mean, you're not taking it that slow. You're going to sip it. It's a sipper. I know. I, I you yeah. know, it's delicious. So I've just got to contain myself here and sip it. But remember folks, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, order online, show up, pop your trunk, you're good to go to your tailgate or to the party for next week's game at Syracuse. Timothy Dangerfield, I'm so happy for all the coaches and players. He says, we are going bowling. I can't wait for the Florida State, or for the Florida game, excuse me, I will be there with a fractured ankle. Oh my goodness, Timothy. He's playing through it. Out of boy, Timothy. How'd you do that? Well, they have elevators up to Hotel Indigo, Timothy. We'd love to see you. Uh, my son, four grandsons, and a friend. It's going to be a great Friday night. We hope to see you at Hotel Indigo. Yeah, come visit. Come visit us. We'll buy your first round is on us to help you with the pain of the ankle. Thank you, Timothy, for supporting us. Uh, Logan, earmarked for the keg stands at CP. All right. So Gene's talking about the funnel. He's in for a funnel. So I'm in for a funnel. I can't. I just. I don't think I can handle the keg stand. I can do a funnel. I will do the funnel. Jeff and I would do a keg stand. All right. We're three wins away. From making this dream a reality. Marcus Dudley, thank you very much. They weren't raised on Wu-Tang, but we were. I love you boys. Thank you, Marcus. We appreciate Thanks, you. Marcus. And that shirt you gave me is, is perfect for today. Island Chief says, uh, Gene, how close to a four quarter game we played in five years? You are excused because the number is zero. Island yes. Chief is always in your corner. I appreciate yeah, that. Thank you, Island Chief. Uh, all right. But next. they did it. They did it when it counted. John. Oh, thank you, John. I remember you from last week as well. Don't you love how even the announcers <laughs> have finally give up? <laughs> as though, as though they're that partisan, but yes, and say something good about Norvell and FSU. I'm gl- I hope it was a 20 minute infomercial. I hope it, it was. It was that whole second. The best infomercial was when they would show the stands. <laughs> yes. Except for FSU fans. A hundred percent. Never lose your nerd. He wants a little bit of Jim Beam with a shiner chaser. He's getting after. Oh. He is getting after it. I hope you, hey, FSU fan 93, 
the World Meteorological Organization, I think I nailed that, has just released a statement saying, as of November 5th, hurricane season has yes. officially ended. Go Knowles! 40 burgers and Jack and Cokes all night. I will drink to that. FSU fan, 1993. 40 burger. I love it. Eric Gavitt has a complete, uh, as complete of a game as we played all year. Correct. Great for recruiting. Correct. Correct. Another step in the right direction. Correct. Mm -hmm. Proud of everybody. Correct. 52 to 10 to 45 to 3 on the next visit to Hard Rock. Keep composure. Beat Syracuse on their senior day. Great. Great. Yep. Yep, Round yep. of thoughts there, Eric. Thank you. I will eat it. I used to have a crow. I will. I'll take a bite of this freaking. Uh, <laughs> Ed, I don't have crow, but yes, you're right, Ed. That's a great last crow. name, Ed. Uh, next time you you uh you know donate, I will uh, I will do a, an opera voice with your last name. So there you go. Thank you, Ed. Uh, thank you, Drew. I agree. Yep. That is all. We love you too, Drew. Thank you very much, John. Again, John what again? Game. Wow. Thank you, John. Burger. Held them to a field goal. The U is back, right back in the trash heap where they so belong. Can we do as good as Jared Verse. It was what, what did he do? So that that in the break is that what the uh, that's yeah. what the Duke the Duke player did that last week, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. There we go. There it is. Way to well go, Well done. Good job, Ben. And you know what? They threw a flag immediately, but it was for an <laughs> offensive hold. I was like, oh, Jesus, the drive was. It would have been worth it if he got flagged for that. <laughs> it it would have been. Chris Klein, hey, what's up, my boy? How you doing? Hey, Great Chris. top coaches from start to finish. I know Chris. Yeah. We play golf together. Nice, nice guy. Uh, Winston, great win for the program. If JT comes back next year, we could be scary. Good. Agree. Hey, help out those collectives. Help out those. Yes, let's be sure that, you know, friends at Rising Spear, you know, I'm just saying you guys want to help out. That's how you do it. Retention bonuses are a thing and they, they are now a thing in college football. They, they have been for Dabo for a while. Certainly you've seen those defensive lines stay intact. Make it happen here in Tallahassee. Noel Buck, 83, thank you very much. We appreciate you. Marlo Mikes, FSU wins big. Jimbo lost. Clemson lost. Bama lost. It's a yes. beautiful Saturday. Time for another Yingling. I disagree with the beer, but I agree with the sentiment. Thank you, Marlo. Yingling Mike. does have a uh, – what's their, they've got a um, – oh, they got a porter out right now that's really good. It's a peanut butter porter, I believe. It's Ooh, actually pretty right. tasty. So. I, as long that, as that is not bad. Traditional Yingling is a no-go no, for me. Go you. Bucks. Go Bucks, Marlo. Jeff Hill, it's always fun to watch your team blow out your rival. Now let's do it again against Florida. Hey, oh, this, oh. this is the, the thoughts of doing something like this to Florida, but let's beat Syracuse first. Let, we'll wait on that one. This is helping ensure that the atmosphere, though, tonight helped ensure the atmosphere the day after Thanksgiving. Yep. People will get in their car and come to Tallahassee now. It, 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 Jim brings up a good question here, Tom. If you run the table to get to nine, I think the Gator Bowl is in play because they know they've seen FSU fans are excited. They will yeah. travel. They will fill up the Gator Bowl. I, right? I agree. yeah, I agree. You got an SEC opponent in there. I mean, that's the yeah. matchup. I, I think mean, I think that's a that's a likelihood, especially now that Clemson's not going to make the playoff, right? So so because it would slot down from the Orange Bowl. I don't think the Orange Bowl yeah, is the so Orange Bowl. They go to the Orange Bowl. Yeah. So you know, we could have gotten potentially to the Orange Bowl for the draw if we had won out and had some other teams in the mm-hmm. ACC lose. But now that Clemson lost to Notre Dame, I think it's yeah, it's probably the Gator Bowl or. Maybe Duke's Mayo. Kendall Cook, thank you. Well, we beat a team that beat Bama. That's true. Right. That is a fact, Kendall. There are times when people say facts, and they're not actually spitting facts. They're, they're saying opinions. That is a fact. Florida State has beaten a team. And Brian Kelly learned from the mistake, Gene. In overtime, he went for two. He went for two to get the one-point win. If he did that back in September, ah, forget it. Uh, Who cares? The Knowles won. Know. And the Knowles win again tonight, 45-3. to three. Look at that. 
Just look at that. Yeah, we can just keep that screen. score up there the whole time. That is glorious. Oh my goodness! It's about that time, I would say, where we're going to open yeah. up to the uh, to the phone lines. We want to hear from you. What do you got to tell? You got something to say about this? I'm sure you all do. So. I met our friend Eric Angel, who was picking in the 40s the whole time for he the did. blowout win. Eric was the first person. So Jeff yeah. called for the blowout. I called for the blowout. Eric was the first person to do it. It was on the post game show here last week. Last week. So what we're going to do is we'll step aside. It's going to be about a two-minute or so break. When we come back, the phone lines will be live, and we'll be talking to all of you celebrating a humongous rivalry win over Miami. He's Gene. I'm Tom. You're watching Zaxby's War Chant Game Day. We'll be back in just a moment. Something big. Something huge is taking over the world of chicken sandwiches. Zaxby's new signature sandwich with Zax sauce or new spicy Zax sauce. Because the chicken sandwich war ain't over yet. The new signature sandwich, it's taking over. And it's only at Zaxby's. Warchant.com has been the definitive home of all things FSU sports for over 20 years and is now part of On3, the next generation network. Warchant.com has the most experienced, tenured, and largest staff on the Florida State sports beat and now features innovative resources, including an NIL database that projects player value and a truly aggregated composite recruiting ranking system that will set the bar in the industry. There are no words to describe the perfect pairing of Zaxby's hand-breaded fingers and our 12 delectable sauces. But there is a sound, and that sound is mmm, mmm, mmm. The Zaxby's Chicken Finger Plate with endless sauce abilities, only at Zaxby's. Enter your six-digit PIN number.
All right, Gene, we are back here on Warchant Game Day's post-game call-in show. Unfortunately, I'm having a couple of issues right now. So here is what we're going to do. Gene, if you don't mind, Ben, I'm going to pull, have you pull up the game stats. Gene, if you can go through the game stats for a little bit, see some things yeah. that stood out to you. What I will do is I will continue to work on the phone call-in system, which is uh, down at the moment. I'm trying to bring it up because we want to hear from all of you here on Warchant TV, but we can't have dead air for too long. That's just not good for business. So yeah, get those uh, callers gone. We want them. We're trying, guys. Yep. I'll, you know, uh, let, yeah, let's run through these real quick, guys. So I want to take some of your comments, too, on some of this stuff. First of all, look at, I mean, Jordan Travis, this is crazy. 12 passing attempts in a game, 10 out of 12 for 202 yards, three touchdowns on 10 completions. Now, I'm looking at one of these things. The thing on this, we got a different stat thing than, than uh, Ben is showing you right now. His rating, it says 290. Is this QB rating, which is pretty awesome. And now tomorrow, if you're tuning in, I will be in the morning going through Pro Football Focus puts out the grades for the players and the team, and I'll have a rundown of that. If you tune into warchant.com, your subscriber will have those for you, the Travel Council, in the morning. But Jordan Travis, 10 out of 12. You know, we talked about it earlier. Trey Benson, 128 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 8.5 yards per carry. An incredible performance by him. Um, really not a whole lot of the receivers. And the first one, you know, I think was thinking about Tom. You say we're all setting the calls. That first touchdown pass, and I think that kind of loosened up the defense because then they realized we got to respect everything. The first one to Pokey Wilson, it was the exact same route that Mike Evans dropped two weeks earlier against <laughs> Carolina. And I was thinking the same thing. But our boy Pokey made the catch yep. and took it in. And Miami knew they were in for a long day after Pokey got that post route. Yeah, you know, the thing I'd say about Miami defensively is they were in good position for those first three plays. They cut off the pass on third and 11. It was a, in triple coverage. It looked like it should have been intercepted, but they were guilty of a pass interference. Uh, totally unnecessary pass interference, but a legitimate call, and that kept the drive going. Then Dominic Robinson was actually calling for it, and I was proud of him because it was before the game was even kicked off. He said, once you get your first first down, you're in a position to take a deep shot, and that's what I would do. So not only did Florida State mm. pick up its first first down after that penalty, but then there's an offsides on Miami that puts Florida State in a first and five, which if you're ever going to call a shot, yeah. first and five is a great, great situation to do so, and that's what sets the stage. For that. Beautiful throw, great catch by Pokey, finished. And that's the thing, you got to finish, and he did. And there's been some issues with drops in some other games, but not on that one, man. He, he reeled it in, and I think – that kind of love that sends the early signal of Miami. This is going to be a long night for you. Yep. And, and it was, it, it, <laughs> a very know, long night. even down to like the last two and a half minutes when they have a targeting review, I was like, good, good. Let them just sit here. Yes. For this, for doing the, it. This, and then our boy CJ getting a touchdown at the end. That was also glorious. Yes. Oh yeah, it was. And, and, uh, he had a couple of chances. There was one where he's one on one with the safety and he couldn't quite get there. So I was glad to see that they kept on pounding the rock. They went for it on the fourth down. Uh, I was wondering, that's kind of a no-man's land. Do you kick there? Uh would have been a 40-some-odd-yard field goal. They threw it to Brian Courtney, which was good to see him make a catch. And then uh, C.J. Campbell. You don't, think, you don't think, I mean, I get Mike seems like a nice guy, but, I mean, he understands the value of running it up yes. and embarrassing them in their home stadium because we're playing the long game here. And like I said, there's a lot of recruits there. And the whole thing Chris Ball's trying to do is build momentum. Hey, he's a new exciting guy from Oregon. We got all this NIL money and look at me and I'm all cool and all this stuff. And you just got embarrassed and all your fans left during the stadium. And you had well, suffered the biggest blowout loss 
on the road in, in the series history. So maybe you're not all that. And I think in Mike Norvell's head is going, I got my foot on the throat. I'm going to push it down and let this guy never get up. Well, I mean, and I, you know, you've got a walk on at center. You've got a, a backup at all the backups in it on the offensive line, but a couple of guys that I think are just going to remain backups. It's like, stop us. Come on. Yeah. Stop us. And, and Miami was unable to do that, but we do have the phone lines active. Sorry about the technical difficulties. I've never had it fail six times. It might have been seven uh, by the time we got it to work. Wow. Uh, I guess our guy, the uh, the phone voice, was also enjoying the. I'm sure it's all Terry's fault, right? So let's blame Terry. <laughs> oh God! Now I'm gonna get five texts about that. Uh, we go first. We will go far across the United States as far as we possibly can oh. go. Out was it? To oh, at Spartanol. That's who it is. Yes. Spartanol Ralph. From Hawaii, he's got to be happy. It's not yet uh, all, all. It's not yet seven o'clock out there, uh, Ralph. Welcome to the program on a day in which Miami absolutely uh, kicks the crap out of Florida State. Kicks the crap out of Miami. Welcome, welcome. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash Warchant. Aloha, guys. How's it? Aloha. It's going great. I I, I cannot put into words how freaking fucking awesome happy I am right now. I'm seven. Wow, Ralph dropping the F-bombs. That never happened. With our man, Hawaii. Hooked up with our man Hawaii No from the Big Island, who happened to be on, introduced me to the Seminole Club. I was just watching in Waikiki with about 20 Seminole fans. Oh, man, the place was rocking. We were so happy. I wish we could have scored more. The hell with Miami. <laughs> How do you really feel, Ralph? If if uh, if beers were money, this is what Ralph's doing. He's making it yeah. right So talk to us about the game, Ralph. I don't Wait. normally do this. <laughs> I don't normally do this, but it was my day. <laughs> it it was. It all it's all of your days out there. It's Mike Norvell's day, it's the players' day, it's the fans' day. Ralph, we've been waiting for something like this against the rival. Like this. I mean last year was You know I, I, Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember such a complete game. I don't remember any egregious drops. I don't remember any stupid play calls. I just this was the complete game. Yep. against a, a, a Power 5 opponent on the road we've been waiting for. Syracuse be damned. We're coming. 
<laughs> All right, let's go, Ralph. Hey, Ralph, you got any more thoughts before we let you go? No, no, you better let me go before I get y'all kicked off the airways. <laughs> this is us, baby. This is us. Ten wins this year. All right, there we Hawaii go. Knows. go, Ralph. Hawaii. Go, There's Hawaii Nolas in the background. Hello, Hawaii Noel. Ralph is Noel. That's awesome. He's calling for 10. He's saying they're going to run the table through the bowl. That's what Ralph is calling for. Hey, our callers call for things that actually happen. Like Eric Angel, he said there was going to be a blowout last week in the postgame show against Georgia Tech. He said, I'm calling it. We're going to blow out the Miami Hurricanes, and he was correct. We now go to my man for the 27th time on War Chant TV. We go to Long Island. Josh, we've had conversations before on this postgame show, Eugene and myself. That weren't so happy. This one is not one of those. Welcome to the program, Josh. Tommy, Tom, and Zito! <laughs> we are here! I'm so happy. I was sitting next to my cousin, who is the biggest Miami fan. He oh. talked to me the whole pregame about how Jordan Travis is just a runner. Obviously, he has not checked the videotape of 2022. He was out there just complaining, talking so much trash. And then the first drive happened, and he was quiet, and he washed himself away in his 1,800 tequila. I'm so happy about that. Second thing, oh, man, the, the fact that Miami respected Jordan enough as a thrower that they let us run all over them, mm-hmm. all over them was big time. That was big time, number one. But the most important play was, in, in all seriousness, I thought was the first, was, was that P.I. in the first, quarter because their crowd as soon as we scored they were like "Uh uh-oh that that, now we've seen this before and then they they shut up for the rest of the game but the best play and mike norvell i love you for this the best play was throwing the ball with three minutes and 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter on fourth down that put the stake in their heart and twisted it and i love every single second of it i've been waiting for a miami beatdown for a long time i mean since Jameis was the last time that i saw one that i absolutely felt good about i actually this is the best i felt since i would probably say that that day probably that day but um and, and now here's my question with all that if we went out what bowl game would you predict us playing in? Because now Clemson got knocked down a notch, and apparently they, they Notre Dame is used in our in the ACC spot. Mm. As I was looking up the, uh, mm. the the predicting the predictors of the bowl. So what what spot do you think we'll we'll be in? I love you guys. So if you don't subscribe to War Chant, I swear to God, you all are doing something wrong. Do something better with your life. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Man, I love Josh bringing the passion, man. That's what we love about this. You know, you said about your cousin, one of the best things you can do when you're in a rivalry, you're arguing with a friend or a relative or something like the best thing is silence when you sh- they shut the F up and they just shut up. And that's the best thing right there when you shut them up, yep. when you beat that ass and they have to do that. So I love the passion, Josh. Thank you so much, buddy. We talked earlier about the bowl game. You know, I, it, it's so complicated. I'm not even sure because there's like how many wins you have and where you're ranking and all that kind of stuff. I do know that Gator Bowl wants Florida State if they run the table. The question is, you know, you got Clemson, you got Notre Dame, you got well, Wake lost to NC State. That complicates. I don't know how that's all going to play out. 
at the end of the day, who goes where. I know they want Florida State. If they can get Florida State, that's where I'd like to see them because I know the FSU fans would fill up. What is it? It's not Altel Stadium. I don't know what it's even called anymore. Oh, but whatever the hell it's called, they will be in Jacksonville in force if they can go to that one. Yeah, I think the rotation, we had a question about it earlier in the chat. I think the your, your three candidates are the Duke's Mayo Bowl in, uh, Bowl in Charlotte, the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, and the Cheez-It Bowl, which is in Orlando. It's one of those three, I would think, are the likely candidates. I would think Orlando or Jacksonville, if you can, if they can yeah. go to those, because the Carolina won Mayo Bowl, which is up in North Carolina. They can take one of those NC State or someone like that. They can or take Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to take because a Florida State at one of those two Florida locations will fill yeah. up those venues. Yep. Yeah, I agree. It's just a ma- the pecking order will be solved at that point, but there's there's a lot of moving parts right yeah. now. North Carolina is an issue. NC State's an yeah. issue. Uh, you know, Wake Forest could still route. Who knows? Had we not blown the NC State game, I'm going to keep saying that. I'm still mad about that, and I will go to my grave saying that. Where would you be right now if you would have just not shit the bed against NC State? You would have you would have had a completely different feel in that Clemson game, and who you'd knows? Rank, you'd be 7-2. Yeah. You'd be like number 16 in the nation right now. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt. i got to catch up on one thing real quick, and I'll okay. do so with this. Right here. I don't think they're going to mind that I don't have their graphic up on screen. Although, Ben, you can wipe their logo in the top right corner. Pre-game, post-game, or after a blowout, anytime is the right time. Oh, yeah, sorry. That's on me. Anytime is the right time for Zaxby's platters. Now, let's go back with the fans. Just put the fans up. I know there's no Zaxby's logo. That's my fault. That's not Director Ben's fault. But we'll go back with those sad Miami fans because I want them to be on screen for the Zaxby's reach. <laughs> Danny's going to love this. Feed your team with your choice of traditional or boneless fingers or boneless or traditional wings. If you're having trouble deciding, get the best of both worlds with a sampler platter. And don't forget the world-famous Zach sauce. Satisfy your chicken craving with Zaxby's platters. These guys need Zaxby's in their life. That will make them feel better. I don't he want them to, Zaxby's bad. I, I don't want them to feel better, so I hope he doesn't go to Zaxby's. Order online or in the app. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief booster for 17 years. If you buy from Tallahassee Zaxby's the next time you're in town, these men will cry again. Whether it's the U Bane, the guy with the mask, or just the outright crying Kane fan. Go Knowles says Zaxby's, and we thank our sponsors at Tallahassee Zaxby's. Thank you, Ben, for navigating that with me. So we go from the 516 to, well, it looks like back to the 516 in Queens, New York. Another caller from New York. We're going to Paulie. Hiya, Paul. How you doing tonight? Welcome to the post game show. Tom, thank you. <laughs> Is Listen, Paulie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm loaded, but I got a call because all week I said, what are we going to do? How big are we going to win or are we going to squeak it by? And then today, I decided, I said, if we don't win this game, I am done. I love Coach Norvell. But I said, if we don't win this game, I want Coach Norvell. I want him out of here. But my man came through, dominating performance, came through. I got to say, that's it. I'm with him. Coach (laughs) Norvell, he's our guy, number one. Number two. I got to say, nothing tastes better than Miami Tears. Because there you go. So that's it. Listen, I'm in. Are you in? I'm sold. I'm so I'm also loaded. 
<laughs> yes. And I got to mention, Tom, also, listen, I love you, Tom, because you suffer with my Mets as well. There we go. But that's it. We're not going to talk about the Mets because they suck. But my Knowles, 94 alum, let's go from the thoroughest borough. Tell me, am I wrong for being sold on Coach Norvell? That's what I want to know. I love the guy. I love him forever. You tell me. Thank I'm going I'm to shut up and hang up. Thank you, Thank Paul. You, we appreciate you. No, I mean, that's the thing. I, I agree. The way this game was setting up, Gene, with everything that happened, even through pregame warm-up for Miami, I know Van Dyke was going to be active, but they lost an offensive lineman. They're starting left tackle in pregame warm-up. I saw that, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. This is one of those. It it's was just, just lining up. Yeah. You had a one, you had a one-armed quarterback they tried to start, and then you had old, when they brought in old shaky Jake, uh, also, and then a true freshman out there who could do nothing but run the football. That was just a mess. Yeah, Shaky Jake Garcia. I like that nickname. That, that's a great nickname. I coined that one. I said earlier, I was watching the first half of my boys, and I said, here comes Shaky Jake, and he throws (laughs) the pick. Because he looks nervous when he gets out there. Watch that Virginia game. He's shaky, man. He gets nervous. And and can we note really quickly, I saw this in practice two weeks ago. And listen to me, the, the, the accent's coming out because we're talking to two New York college back to back. But hey, I saw, Paulie. I, I, I saw I this. Rocky and Paulie. When he it, that's up. old Paulie. They passed off a um, a zone coverage just like that in practice. It was If it wasn't this week, it was the week before. And Greedy Vance picked off a pass ticketed for Lawrence Toafili. Same exact coverage. Same exact thing where it looks like it's man at the snap and they switch in the zone. Holy crap, Gene. They ran zone. They ran it well and it caused an interception. Like that you was advantage of an inexperienced quarterback yes. and you ran that kind of thing. And that's why yes. you do zone and you do those kind of changes. Like you mentioned. And can we give a shout out? We've not mentioned it once. And Paulie's right. And we've been in some of the losses and some of the other stuff. And there's been people that have gone, gotten on Mike Norvell and wanted him fired and talking about Dion and a bunch of nonsense. First of all, that's why we're talking about Mike Norvell. He's got the program headed in the right direction. You saw some of that tonight. But how about Mike Norvell? Let's give him some props tonight. You just mentioned that, some of the stuff he's done. Holding Miami to three points in Miami. Yeah. And he's been dogged a lot on our message boards, on social media, on this show. He deserves some props. That defense has gotten better. Just like Mike Norvell, it's gotten better and better mm-hmm. every year as he's brought in more talent, as they've grasped the system. So he, he deserves as much props as anybody tonight. Yeah, talking to Adam Fuller, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it was a big night for him. They didn't quit, too. When they, you know, they were rotating in backups early in this game. We got a question on the watch-along in the third quarter when you're seeing Miami go down the field. It may have been the fourth as well. Um, but they were saying, why are all these backups in? Well, Gantz was in early. Amari Gaynor was in early. Yeah. So was Patrick Payton. So was Farmer. Some of that is the depth they built up as they've had these injuries and they've had to deal with them. Farmer's a much more veteran player, if you will, because he's had to play for Fabian Lovett being out. Patrick Payton the same way with Jared Verse. But at the linebacker level, I took note of that, Gene, that, that Gant was in there and, and so was Gaynor early in the game. So it wasn't just something that happened in the third quarter, and it was great to see that when Miami got down close to the goal line for their only touchdown bid, real touchdown bid of the night, that you make a stop on second and goal, and then you get the crazy snap on third and goal, and Ja'Curry Brown can't even fall on the ball, and so Jared Verse gets it which is his just reward because I think he's a short-timer here in Tallahassee. His yeah. stock is going through the absolute roof. But good. I want people to come here and succeed. That's what I want. We had Jermaine Johnson and Verse and every defensive end that wants to go in the portal goes, yep. go to Florida State. I'm going to be a first-round draft pick. Yes. Come on down. Yeah, uh, This is the kind of win that helps you recruit at the level that you keep your job. 
Plain and simple. That's why tonight, I agree, Paul. You asked, Paulie, about Norvell. Are you sold? Tonight I'm sold. Yeah. For moments more than just the game plan, it's the deuce span moment. It's at halftime, he looks pissed off. He's staying in the moment, and he's staying in character for the whole game. He's not letting up. So I loved everything about what I saw from Coach Norvell tonight. This is a home run. Good for him. He deserves it. I'm glad. He's put in so much damn work. But if they had blown this game tonight, Gene, I don't know. I don't know that they recover because then you've got a group that's not motivated going up to Syracuse or, or not yeah, sure of themselves. Yeah, you down and out Miami team like this. You absolutely could not lose this game. We talked, you know, we talked about that before and they, they answered the bell and they freaking broke the bell. I mean, yeah. that's just yeah. really impressive to go down there. I don't, this is a, obviously it's the most impressive win in Norvell's. I mean, you could talk about the wins against North Carolina, which were kind of fluky because North Carolina was massively overrated and all that. But this was the most impressive win by far. Yep. Oh, yeah, there was one coach that looked like a clown tonight, and that was the head coach of the Miami Hurricanes. That group had sideline issues, communication issues, pre-snap penalties, penalties during the game. They shot themselves in the Could foot. Could he be their Willie Taggart down there and just absolutely destroy the program? Maybe that's what Oregon does is they just ship yeah. coaches to the state of Florida. <laughs> destroy other programs. All right. You know what? When you fire Billy Napier, Gators, go get uh, Lanning. Maybe it's just something about Eugene. <laughs> I don't know what's going on up there, although Oregon does look really good this year. Uh, we now go to our next caller on the list. He is Navy Knoll, and he's calling from Washington State. And Gene? What you were just saying about Florida State's defensive coordinator, I believe, is on the dock. All right. Our man, Navy Noel. Welcome to the program, Navy Noel. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, fellas. Go Noles. Go Noles. Go Noles. What you got? I think we can call, I think we can call this one the, uh, Adam Fuller statement game. How y'all feel about that one? I'm fine with I'm, it. I'm with you, Navy Noel. I, you know, someone brought that up today or the other day and I was talking about the defense and I said, you're right, right. Before going into this game, Florida State ranked 21 in total defense. So after today, obviously they're going to be ranked in the top 20. And I don't think any of us going into this season thought that was even a realistic possibility to be top 20 defense. So yeah, again, props for Mike Norvell. All right. And Adam Fuller. I mean, no, number, number five makes it pretty easy for him to, be considered a top 20 defense you know what i mean yeah and and quarterback uh, issues yeah and quarterback issues as well but yes go ahead exactly exactly um i don't really have much for you today fellas i just think it was an all-around great coaching game and uh it, it's really nice to see us beat up on the little brother at acc now you know what i mean there you go well they've never even won a title it was supposed to be yeah, the I, I think there's a little bitch of the acc but you know, call them what you want. <laughs> it's not the all Canes Conference. It never was and it never will be. Hopefully we're out of it before they have a chance to make it the all Canes Conference. Thank you, Navy Noel. We appreciate that callback soon. For the 110th time on War Chant TV, we now Ooh. go to the 757. Oh, and yes. you welcome in the one, the only, Gator Kirk. Come on, Gator Kirk. Bring it. What you got? Let's go. Oh, he yelled so loud. It's muting him out. Eligible, baby. He broke the phone. Go Gator ahead. Kirk. What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> I like how he brings it back to What a great job of collecting yourself there, Gator. So first of all, you broke the volume in your phone, and now you're back, and you're feeling good. Talk to us, Gator Kirk. What you got? I'm just, I'm just happy with the win. I... Um, 
you know, not really happy we didn't cover the over because my girlfriend changed her bet on my <laughs> advice, so now I got to pay her. Miami's fault. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I mean, well, it's FSU's defense's fault because they held them to not a field, you know, that one field goal, and when they were in scoring position, they just stepped it up. So, you know, that's that's a good thing. So, you know, it it, it was a very impressive night. So, I mean, that's that's a good thing, and I I promise not to call back until um we got bowl eligible. So now we are. <laughs> We're bowling, baby. Oh, I saw my I saw my name start blowing up in the chat, and I'm like, well, hell, I guess I better call before yeah. I get asleep. Gators, Kirk, we had yeah. to hear from you. We've missed you. Yeah, Gator, mm-hmm. that the, the win had to be worth having to pay a couple of bucks back because you know your girlfriend changed the the bet to the wrong place. It has to be worth it. You would trade it every day of the week, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, especially over the over the Coral Gables team, I can't. I, <laughs> I know, I know Aslan hates the, the Gainesville, but I, there's nothing, nothing good I can say about the U. I, I would like to destroy them. I was kind of disappointed when there was two minutes left and we got the ball back. Norvell didn't call timeouts and try to score again. I mean, that's, that's how, that's how much I hate you the U. You can run it up, but I don't think you want to be obvious on running it up. That would kind of, that wouldn't play well, but I get it. It would have been nice if someone could have busted off a run at the end and maybe you got one more. Gator, so the adrenaline's crashing, huh? <laughs> it's been a ride tonight. Huh. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. There's no adrenaline crashing. It just, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, the, the roughest game we're going to have is Florida. I mean, it's hard to tell how good yeah. they are because A&M really is a, a dumpster fire. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, but I mean, if, if we win our next two and I'd hate to lose the last one to Florida, but you know, it'd be a good season. Be eight and four should have been nine and three, but you know, based on what Vegas said, we're, we're ahead we're of the curve. Come on, Gator Kirk. We're beating that Gator ass. They're coming to Tallahassee. We're going to stomp them. Come on now. They can't stop the offense. I hope so. I, I really, really hope so. Because tonight the the defense did really well, and and how they switched off coverage, and what and their how they played the run, and so it's showing improvement. So yeah, but if, you got a, if you got a healthy verse and a healthy love it, I think they got a good shot of at least. Now Florida's going to score some. That's a really good offense, but I think you can hold them enough in check. And you put up a lot of points against them. So let's not get ahead. Let's FSU win the next two, but I, I like their chances against yeah. the Gators right now. And, and, and it was nice that we could hold out T Ward tonight and yep. yeah, let him rest. Him, you know, cause I mean, he, he was dressed. So yep. it looked like he was available. So, you know, the he next was. couple games, maybe he can be on a pitch count and then he can come out against Florida and really run it up. I think we're FSU's okay with Benson. I think he's yeah, he's, he's serviceable. <laughs> He'll do okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he he was all right tonight. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he he you know he there's always room for improvement, but no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You guys are you guys are awesome. I appreciate everything you do. Um, looking forward to the next three games. Let's go three and zero. Go Noles. Support everything that War Chance supports. Let's go! There he is, Gator Kirk. Five seven. There you go. There he is. He's he's Gator Kirk. We appreciate you, Gator Kirk. I love how he could just raise it up to a level, then come back and be very calm. He's very yeah. 
It's hard if, to do that, but he could do it. If his girlfriend was sleeping, she's not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she thinks no. that uh, we're being invaded or something. Uh, we go from the seven, what is this? This is the weirdest thing. So we've gone from the 516 to the 516 in New York. We now go from Virginia Beach to Virginia Beach with Noel 757. Is this, okay. Gator, is this Gator Kirk's? Are we like there? circling around to the different areas yeah. of the United States and no. one at a time? Yeah. Who are we talking no, to tonight? Not, this is 757 Noel. All right. 757, 757 Noel. Forgive me. Welcome to the program, 757 Noel. Bring it. What you got? Well, you know what? I got a lot because you know what you talked about earlier. If if uh, Norvell blew on this game, but he didn't. No. He kicked butt. He had a perfect game. We dominated, which was awesome. Remember last year when we beat the Miami last year? They fired Garcia because we beat him. Maybe we should fire. No, we don't want to fire the the Miami coach because he sucks. No, we like him. Let him stay there. That was like Al Golden, and they fired him too soon. I was hoping he'd stay. Exactly. We need to keep him there. And you know what? This is this is really awesome. You know what? And and I gotta I gotta connect with Gator Kirk because we're in the set, both in the set by seven. We gotta get together and watch some games. But you know what? This was an awesome victory all around, top to bottom. You know, and I hope that some of our players come back next year because. I think next year we can dominate. You know what? And, and here's the other thing. You know, I was kind of mixed. You know, I was, I was hoping Norville do good and then again not because maybe get beyond, but I don't know about it anymore. I'm on, I think I'm on the Norville bandwagon. I think he's a really, really good coach. And, and they talked about it when, when he was coaching that player on TV, right? Mm-hmm. They talked about it. You know, so I think we got a lot of upside potential. Tremendous upside potential. Oh, we appreciate you, 7570. It sounds like a mind has been changed tonight. Yes. And, that's- and, and, that's, and like I said, that was the best coaching because for four quarters, they were coached well on both sides of the ball. Yep. You didn't see four penalties in the whole game. You didn't see substitution issues. Guys were getting lined up correctly. They were executing. They were lined up right. The play calling, you know – in crucial situations, situationally, they play, that's the one thing. I think situationally, sometimes you kind of question what Mike Norvell does. But in this case, yeah. you, there's just nothing to point out. I mean, he just he coached a great game. The guys played well. They played inspired. They played within themselves. When you had a little adversity with the Deuce Span thing that he that 757 brought up, he coached him up right in the sidelines and let, let him come back in the next offensive play and gave him the ball, kept him engaged. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. what you want out of your head coach. So Mike Norvell showed a lot, showed a lot of growth and showed a lot, just showed a lot altogether tonight. So props to him. Yeah. And, uh, also to special teams as well tonight. Uh, the punt coverage unit was outstanding. Yeah. No it was kick returns. This is my favorite. Do not return the kicks. No kick returns, but Benson was back there to return kicks anyway. So yeah. it wasn't, I like that. That's a good change. The punt coverage unit was there twice to, uh, down Miami inside the five-yard line. One time they had three players across waiting at the goal line, just so well executed. I called for a change there last week. They got better this week. They, they got did. a lot better. Special and teams, I'll say don't lose the game. They actually played better than I expected. They did. And, Gene, uh, old Fitzy, yeah. the way, okay, so they were letting the clock run that entire way. That was a live, that was a live drill, essentially. They did not call a timeout with two seconds left to kick it. They let the clock run. They get out there. They execute the kick. And uh, maybe somebody had team total over 30 and a half points for the Knolls. Maybe they hit it at halftime. 
I don't know who that would be, <laughs> but uh, I know that person would be awfully happy. So he's uh, a big Fitz fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and and ever since he went back to his form from a year ago, he looks he's looked fine in practice. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad it's happening in the games because we know kicking is all mental. We've got to thank Z Chan, by the way. Yeah, oh, Ed, I saw Allen, that coming he, earlier. Edgar Allan Pokey, he's liking how lit everybody is, and I agree. Z Chan, jeez, Lou, man, that is unbelievable. That's a dang win. What are you guys most proud of? Okay, Z Chan, I'll bite. That is a great question. Yeah. I am most proud of everybody who has stuck it out for the last three, four years and has stayed dialed in as a Knoll fan. Not like, We've already talked about how much we love it for the players and the coaching staff. I'm saying to all of you that have been watching this program for a couple of years, we've had some lean post-game shows. And for you to stick around with War Chant, to work with us and follow us, and still care about a group that you didn't know which way they were going – your faith is rewarded tonight. Your faith is rewarded tonight. That's what I'm most proud of. There are so many Z-chans out there, not many of the pillar style that Z-chan is, but there are so many of you out there that love the hell out of this program, and you're just looking for something good to happen. And you got it tonight. You you got it, and then some. This has never been done before in the series history, this big of a win on the road, ever, by either team. That's what you get. I'm so happy for all of you tonight. Gene, what are you most proud of? Yeah, yeah. First, well, first of all, Z-Chan, thank you so much, man. You're, you're unbelievable. You are a pillar. You're a huge pillar for us. Thank you so much for doing that. And, you know, I'll just – I said it before, but Mike Norvell, because I'm proud of Mike Norvell because his – what he's put in place for the last couple of years, it has come to fruition. We've seen it slow. It, it's painfully slow sometimes, slower than some of us wanted to get to this point for him to do that. And I also – I'm proud of him because I think he's – He's growing as a coach. A lot of people forget coaching at Memphis, being an offensive coordinator at Arizona State, being a head coach of a major Power 5 program, it's a different animal. And some guys have their process, and i got to do things my way and this, and I'm not going to get away from that. But, no, I think he has the ability to adapt. If he makes mistakes, he self-scouts. He improves things. He adapts around his players. He's He's grown this system around Jordan Travis and his strengths and weaknesses. So I'm so proud that he's got a head coach and he does things the right way. You don't hear players getting in trouble anymore, it seems like, at all at Florida State. There's no controversy. So I'm so proud of what he's done for this program and how he's coaching and how he's handling basically everything associated with the program. Troy Knoll says, uh, and I, this is funny, uh, he says, T-Bag in the U is so satisfying. <laughs> Troy Knoll was listening and watching on War Chant TV. He was watching uh, Troy. He was watching the JCS this week, Gene, from a hospital room. Oh, Troy, I hope you're all right. Yeah, he, he's returned home, but uh, we love Troy Knoll, who had visited us for, I believe it was the Duquesne game, but it was it was either that or the second game of the season. But it was great to see you, Troy Knoll, on the deck at Hotel Indigo. I hope you're doing well, my man. Good health to you. Hope you're and, better. Uh, and thank you. Yes, I agree with that sentiment. Dane, thank you very much, Dane. Dane. Low and slow is the way to best results. This has been a slow build, but it is a uh, – it is Those a, are the best, the ones that take time. Yeah. The the I, the climb is his term, but the journey is always more fun yeah. than the post-destination. Was 2013 more fun or 2014? Simple answer. 2013 was a hell of a lot more of fun. Of course. Uh, Corey's gallbladder is back. Welcome oh. back. What a game, gang. I love the intensity from Norvell and the team tonight. Sucks to be you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bowl, bowl bound and I couldn't feel any better. 
only because I'm live in Duval. I want us to go to the Gator Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a destination. I possibly. want the Gator Bowl. I would love that. There you go, Mr. Gallbladder. Totally, Noel. Thank you. A proper, uh, well, uh, you must be from England. A proper beatdown. A proper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one more try, Gene. What you got? Say it again. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. Okay. A proper beatdown. <laughs> we go to Amarillo. Te- oh, Tim Thomas. One more. Thank you, Tim. Great win versus the Candy Canes and Mario Cristobal. Jeffrey Bats. Thank you, Jeffrey. Jeffrey Bats. Thank you very much, Jeffrey. We appreciate you. JC, bring on the recruits. This win is going to get the recruiting back yeah, right. All those, they're all leaving. I hope the recruits left the stadium with the fans at halftime. So I believe they're, like they're on their way to Tallahassee. If you're Cedric Baxter and you're watching Trey Benson tonight, you don't think this is an offense made for me? Oh, wait, yep. wait a minute. I might yeah. be able to, especially now Trey, the NFL's going, oh, look at this guy. He hey, heard, Cedric. He heard the name of his town, Amarillo. Out to Amarillo, Texas. We're talking to Wilson, one of my favorites that I've met over the years at War Chant uh, events. Wilson, welcome to the postgame well show. Bring it. Let's go. So we got mean Gene and old trusty Tom <laughs> out there tonight. How are you boys doing? Doing well, hey, Wilson. Wilson. How you doing? Doing well. Okay, guys. So I'm calling from the Sheraton and Boston, America, Boston, Massachusetts tonight. We were up here on a job for Top Golf, shooting some stuff out at Fenway, and um, nice. I reached out, and this is the big reason I wanted to call. And Gene, this is to you, but this is kind of the, the entire Word Chant crew, right? So I reached out on Twitter earlier this week and was like, "Hey, I'm in Boston. Where's a good Florida State bar to watch the game?" Seminal headlines retweeted it, and within seconds, I was hooked up with a bar. I went and watched the entire game with a bunch of Knowles up here in Boston. It was a rowdy, rowdy, rowdy experience. And um, Gene, man, as a small business owner like you, as someone that owns a media company, I just want to let you know, man, what you've built with WordChant over the last 20-plus years, it makes a difference. And it's, it's, it's done a lot for me. And in a year, that's not necessarily all that kind to me and my family. Um, it's been really good to know that I can count on you guys to get me through kind of the hard parts. And, uh, just really first thing I wanted to tell you guys, you know, from Gene, Tom, to your entire war tank crew, you guys have done a great job. And it was so fun to watch the, the canes get just destroyed up here in Boston tonight. So I wanted to start off with that. And then to my next question is, I guess really out of Syracuse and Florida and Florida coming up in the next few weeks, like, which game do you think is actually going to be harder? Do you think that we'll wall up Syracuse in the same way that we wall up Florida? Or do you think that we'll put anything fine and dope right after Thanksgiving? Well, Wilson, thank you. First of all, great words. I appreciate that. that means a lot to you. I hope you're hope you're doing all right. But you know, it it's been remarkable what's happened with the War Chant the last few years and hiring people like this that are fantastic: Tom, Jeff, Aslan, Ira, Corey, Michael. Austin, we, we just have such a great staff, and these guys are incredible. So that's the biggest tip as a business owner, just hiring really good people. Uh, it makes a huge difference. So thank you. I'm glad you recognize that, and I uh, hope things are, are going well for you. Um, I, I, I think Tom and I agree. I don't want to speak for Tom, but I really think I, – I think the slipper's been broken a little bit at Syracuse. or was all the hype early. Yep. I just don't think they're all that. I, I I know their quarterback got hurt. I don't know if we have any update on that, if he's going to be able to play in the FSU game or not. Yeah, he didn't play um, today, so I don't know yet. Yep. Yeah, but either way, I just think I, – I look, you could lose, but what I saw tonight, if they play a complete game, I like their chances. 
against Syracuse. I think Florida is the game that I've kind of got circled. That's going to be the tougher one. You show, they showed a little little fight today, obviously. Now, I know Texas A&M, I saw one stat out there. They had 31 players that were out between injuries and the flu. Yep. So they played basically the Texas A&M JV team. So I don't know how you take that, but they look – I mean, Richardson's a dynamic athlete. He's going to be hard to defend. And much of a defense, but I think that's the game. I really think Florida State wins the next two. And at this point, I think I like me against Florida, but I'm, I'm nervous about that game. I don't know. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, the thing I loved about tonight's game and Miami was daring Florida State to do it, but just the physicality of it, the way you ran the football, that'll travel next week. Even if you're not up for it with the same level of adrenaline and how could you be? Um, you know, it's not a a rival and it, it won't live in lore if you beat Syracuse by a margin like this. It will if you beat Miami. This has never happened before, this margin of victory. But I just love the way they were physical tonight. Trey Benson continues to emerge. I think that's a style of play, Gene. And if you get Trayshawn Ward back, you keep everybody fresh. That's a style of play that travels, even when you might not be as in tune as you are for a rivalry game. So I think that's the easier of the two. But uh, we shall see if they take care of business Next week, then it gets real fun because keg stands are on the line Woo. on that Black Friday game. I don't know. Will the slacker in our green room, you think, join us for the keg stand slash funnels? Let's ask what he would perhaps take part in. Yeah. There he is. He's, hey! His name, let me, let me bring this up real quick because this is what it says underneath as he signed in as Corey F. and Clark. <laughs> Amen, baby. Amen. Amen to that. There he is. It's Corey F. and Clark from. Yes. Oh, oh, we who, got them both. Oh, the dream who, was, team. Who, was, who was calling in when you when they lost away Forest? Who was calling in? Yeah. Oh they, yeah, here he is. He showed I want this one. one. I want this one. I want a Miami game. Guess who takes it? Yep. All right, get out of here, man. This is my second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the managing editor calls him a front runner, but we call him a winner. He's here Ooh, for yep. wins. Uh, Corey. Take the wheel, man. Where do you want to go to start? What yeah, a you, night. We'll, we'll just we'll hand it over to you, Corey. Tell us your impressions. I mean, I would have liked him to get 50. I'll be yes. honest with you. I was a little disappointed. They only won. They only got to 45. They left some points out there. Um, no, man, I, I thought that was clearly the, the most complete game they played. I know Miami isn't. But I don't want to qualify it too much. Yeah. Miami isn't. They were seven-point favorites. They weren't 42-point favorites. I mean, that was – Florida State played exceptionally well. Um, against a team that actually had a crowd here. I mean, it was a, it was a legitimate crowd. Um, it was mostly full, almost all full, a lot of Hurricane fans, and it was loud at the start. And then Florida State did what Florida State seems to do almost every week. They took the opening kickoff, Mark went right down the field and scored, and it seemed to take the crowd right out of the game. Also, they started to see what was going on in the field, and why would you be excited about what you're seeing on the field? And most of them left at halftime if they weren't beating up or trying to beat up Florida State fans. Um <laughs> So there was, there was some of that that we saw. Really? But, uh, man, I just, I, I was really impressed with, like Tom was saying, the physicality of the offensive line, man. It is crazy. Like, we always talk about, like, this offensive line is decent, it's average, it's okay. And it's like, yeah, I get it. They don't have Walter Jones or Jamie Dukes or people like Trey Thomas. But man, they're, they're putting up 250 yards on everyone they go up against. It really is remarkable what they're doing with this offense right now. Corey, now since you were in the press box, we get to see only a limited amount of what's actually happening during a game in the stands. But, you know, they showed some of the fans leaving. Mm. And I'm curious if you – so in the press box, you could see the whole thing going on. If you're a recruit sitting there – Miami had over 100 recruits at this game. What kind of impression are you thinking all these people leaving the stands, your team's being blown out? I mean, what does this say for Crystal Ball's 
is this going to be a huge blow to him trying to build this program for them to have their biggest home recruiting of the year? I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's so different now, Gene, in 2022. Number one, he is the first-year coach, so he could always explain, look, we knew this was going to happen. We are going to take our lumps. We don't want to lose that badly. But also, um, you, know, you know, there's NIL. So I, I don't I, – look, if, every, if everything's even, everything's even or close to even, and Florida State and Miami are the last two on a kid, I would think what happened tonight would really matter. I think what would happen two weeks from, ago really matters when you look at – this stadium and what it usually looks like every other game except for the two, the one every two years that Florida State plays in. And then you go to other schools and you see, oh, yeah, man, this is a real college atmosphere. These fans really do care. They show up. I don't, I don't know how you would want to come here and you just, if you just saw that, but recruiting's weird. And especially now yeah. they got some benefactors, but yeah, they, they started, most people left or a good portion left at halftime. And then as soon as Florida State scored, they didn't even score in the third. Oh, it was with the fumble. Like, when yeah. the fumble at the five and it shoots yeah. back to the 35, that's when the, the people that were just holding on to see a score were like, yeah, let's get out of here, man. <laughs> uh, well, I, go ahead, Tom. I was just going to say, just about the crowd one more time, what would you say the split was between Miami fans and Florida State fans? It was hard to tell on TV. I would say 70-30, right, Ira? 75-25, 70-30. Um, at the oh, end, it was, okay. you know, it was 90-10 uh, Florida yeah. State. Uh, but I, I would say probably 70 to 30. But it was, I mean, it was at least, um, yeah, there were a lot of Florida State fans here for sure. Um, but Miami fans, I mean, trust me, walking through the tailgates to get to the, the stadium, you know, it was, you were dodging a lot of stuff. And the, 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 at, Jeff's better at talking about it than I am. But you were dodging some dodgy characters on the way into the stadium, just like a normal Miami. Uh, yeah, I was going to say like any stadium. other Miami game. But yeah. I, the one thing we talked about, and I, we talked a lot about Mike Norvell and the growth of the program over the last few years and the TV broadcasters. Really, the second half of the game was a whole promotional promotion yeah. for Florida State, how well they did. But in terms of coaching for four quarters in a complete game and being clean, I think there's only four penalties in the game. The execution, guys getting lined up correctly. Was this the best, I mean, in the Mike Norvell era? I mean, they, they beat in top five North Carolina team, but was this the best game he's coached? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I think it's, it's, it's the, certainly the most complete win they've had. It's not even close. And uh, I wrote about that in the column that'll be up on the, on the site too uh, soon about, you know, it, it really was all three phases. The defense gave up one one gave up three points on the first drive and nothing else. And then uh, Fitzgerald made Fitzgerald's money at the end of halves game. He <laughs> might just be money in general, but at the end of the first half, he is straight cash. And then Master Mono had two punts after not punting at all yesterday or last week, he had his first two punts were both down at the two. I mean, that's good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. And then Fitzgerald yeah. boomed all his kicks through the end zone. So when you look at what the offense did, uh, almost, you know, I think it was like 240 to 230 in, in, in the balance, 470 yards total, and whatever it was, 45 points. It's hard to even keep track how many points they scored. They just kept stacking up what the defense did in the special teams. And you're right. Also, think about the red zone. Every time they got in the red zone, they scored. Oh, and I've been critical of that, and they – did a really good job yeah. there, really good job there. Um, and then we'd seen them run that play a few times, that little pass to Lundy. That's a really nice play, man, because everybody's expecting him in the, to get the ball. They run that a few times in practice. That thing was wide open. Um, but, yeah, what they did in the red zone, what they did on third down and offense and defense, man, I thought that was all of it. The details, the situational details was as good as they've been since he's been here. They picked a good time for it.
It's the nice, other one nice. I asked you about is your, your brother from another mother, and that's your bald buddy uh, Adam Fuller there. Mm. And a lot of to hold Miami to three points. And I don't know if you realize this going into tonight, Florida State's total defense was number twenty-one, so they're going to be in the top twenty. Yeah, I don't think any of us thought this was a top twenty defense going into twenty twenty-two. So. Tell us about the defense and what you saw today, or is it just Miami is completely inept? I don't know. Well, look, I, look, I'm still mad about the Clemson game, especially yeah. after seeing what happened tonight um, with, with Clemson and Notre Dame. But yes, man, Adam Fuller, th- that defense is solid. It's not. I, I don't know that it's a top 15 defense, which it very well might be when the rankings come out. They did just play Georgia Tech and Miami, who are literally two of the worst offenses in the country, and they got NC State, who's also a bad offense. Um, when they faced good offenses, they haven't been very good at all. I guess that happens. That's part of the deal. But yeah, man, I thought they, they didn't give up anything. They didn't yeah. give up any big plays. They didn't have any bus other than a, like a 45 yard run when Miami had the ball at their two yard line. And when that happened, they were up 31 to three. They just kept everything in front. They didn't make any mistakes. No dumb penalties. I thought it was, I mean, the, the, the Jarian Jones pass interference or holding call that he had, he earned it. He just grabbed that kid twice, but I think he thought he was going to be beat for a touchdown. So I just thought they played exceptional against a bad defense, but that team has scored on everybody it's played, and they don't get shut out. Um, so for them to only get three points, I thought, again, good for him, man. Good for Adam Fuller and good for that. And, Corey, they did the thing you said, you're allowed to do that too. What did they do at least three times today? They got a turnover. They got, what, three turnovers, right? Four. I think they were, covered two bump, they were covered two fumbles. Oh, they went at the end. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right. And then they had, the, uh, they had the interception as R.E.A. Thomas with his first interception, man. Yeah, they won the turnover battle 4-1. Um, to one. And look, man, I know we never, you never want your quarterback to throw an interception. That will be by far the best interception. Of oh, you're going to throw, throw it down to the two-yard line. Yeah. That was perfect. That You could not throw a better interception. <laughs> Even when my man makes a mistake, he's getting Florida State points because they punt three plays later. It's a 30-yard punt. You're right back in their field, uh, right back in their territory. I'd like to apologize. I'm holding the phone. I think I'm probably making people motion sick. Uh, it's hard to hold with my left hand. But I'm gonna, and I, when I do this, when I try to hold it sideways. No, that, don't do that. So, yeah, I'm just going to do that. But I apologize, game. No, I love It's almost like a Blade Runner-esque dystopian look with the Miami <laughs> video behind you. I, I like that. It's, it's got its own uh, artistic flair to yeah. it. This is where we had to record the uh, the post game, the War Chant Rap. We wanted to do it in the stadium, but the PA saw the music blaring like the game uh, was. They're still running the music? Yeah, Drake was playing. Oh, so, my gosh. Only at Miami. Um, about those press conferences, though, uh, what was the tenor? I mean, they had to be, you know, elated, but uh, was there anything notable there? Because there was also a moment, and I'll tie this to it, there was a moment that TV got really good coverage of. I don't know if you saw it, but the Deuce Span interaction with Mike Norvell. Yeah. An outstanding sequence. Uh, D-Rob and I could hardly speak. We're like, this is unbelievable television. This is really good stuff. And Dominic was effusive in praise of Mike saying, that's a, that's just who you are. You don't make that split decision unless that's what you're about. And then it's capped off with the next offensive play. Span makes a catch. Right. So can you speak to maybe uh, just in general, what the press conferences were like, if that came up and then also your thoughts on that moment, I guess I pack in a few questions in one. That did not come up um, because it was just – if Deuce would have scored a touchdown, I think that comes up. But just the 10-yard yeah. catch, he, he wasn't asked about it. And it was a pretty quick press conference anyway. Yeah. Um, overall, man, I would say the tenor was – what's really cool about Mike Norvell, I think, is that he, he does not shy away from this game. 
it means a lot to him, and he is not afraid to say it. He's, he doesn't sit here and, and pussyfoot around and say, oh, it's just another game. We're just concentrating on ourselves. It's a faceless opponent. No, man, it's Miami. And he preaches that. He says this is a really big win, and this is a really big game, and I know it's a big game, and I don't shy away from that. So I liked it that that was the message. But he said, you know, two things that stood out is he said in the locker room, Josh Storms came up to him and said, yeah, these boys are ready. And there was no – they weren't going crazy. They weren't pounded fists in the locker room. They weren't, the, you know, the, the cliches you see in movies, screaming each other like they're, go, like they're going into battle like it's Braveheart. It was just a laser-like focus that he said that he really liked because – They've been in moments like this before his program has at Florida State, and they've let the emotions get the better of them, he thinks. They've you been like Florida last year? Yes. They've been too hyped up. Mm-hmm. They've been too passionate. He's like, look, I promise you, they were passionate. There was a lot of passion in that locker room, but they kept their poise. And he goes, that's what I was most proud of. They kept their poise. And then he, you know, he, he definitely talked about how they're going to celebrate this win tonight. They'll get back to work, but they're celebrating the win all the way back to Tallahassee. Um, and, yeah, I thought Tatum Bethune talking about – watch the videos because I can't sum them all up. But Tatum Bethune was great talking about growing up three minutes from here and what it meant to him. Trey Benson came in and talked about going up against Cristobal, uh, the guy who signed him out of uh, who he played for last year and got six carries for for the whole season. So all those things were really interesting. And Jordan Travis was good, too, man. Talked about the offensive line and how much crap they've taken for so long, ever since he's been here. And they just mauled that, a pretty good Miami defensive front. They just kind of mauled them. And he said, look, the one sack they had, I should have thrown it away. That was on me. He goes, they were great. My offensive lineman was great. So, it, yeah, just all of them, all of them were great. But they weren't, they weren't doing cartwheels. They weren't chest bumping. It was, it was a matter of fact post game, like they expected it. And Tatum Bethune even said as much when he was asked, "Did you expect forty five to 3? And he's like, "Honestly, yeah." So, I mean, they, they, they expected wow. to win. They expected to win big, and they kind of acted like it afterwards. Good stuff, Corey. And look forward to. Uh... Safe travels back and wake up War Chant. You can listen to on the War Chant podcast system. You and Aslan, that should be fun. And uh, man, good stuff. Look forward to reading your column, Corey. Oh, who's that? Let's oh, see. What do we got there? Peace, guys. <laughs> <laughs> see ya, Ira. That's a lovely lobby area. <laughs> there they go. And I love how look the War Chant guys the only ones left in the lobby work, and that's what we go. do. Those two guys are grinding. Yep. Ira's working on stuff. Corey's got his column going out. You got the War Chant Rap. So if you subscribe here to the channel, you get Corey and uh, Ira doing the War Chant Rap from Hard Rock Stadium. As Brad says in the chat, it's all business. That's what we're about yeah. right here. That's what the Knowles were about tonight in a 45-3 win. I love Corey's point about how they were psyched, they were focused, they were into it because it's a rival, but they didn't let it get to him. Because I had somebody, a friend of mine brought up the point goes, and he brought up, the fact that my Florida got Florida State's head last time down in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. They kind of rattled him. They pushed him around. They got him emotional, and they lost composure in that game. And I think you see, again, we talk about the growth of the program, the growth of the coaching staff. They went in with, like you said, a business-like attitude in this. They want to win. It's passion. It's a rival. But you know what? You're the better team. Play within yourself, and good things will happen. And that's what they did tonight. Get down or lay down. He's right. Yep. Miami got the business. Last uh, few callers here on the War Champ postgame show. Uh, I see you all. You've been waiting now for nearly a half an hour, and I love you for it, Z-Chan. Welcome oh, that's my boy. It is Zach in Thomasville. It's Z-Chan, the official DMD of War Chant TV. Welcome to the program, Z-Chan. Enjoy the moment. What you got for us? Let's go! Man. Man. Tell y'all what. 
I can't believe what I just saw. That was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And I'm watching from a from a sports bar in Phoenix, Arizona. I've never been to Phoenix, Arizona in my life. And uh, Ms. Z. Chan and I are sitting in that bar watching this with a Michigan fan. Cannot believe what I'm watching. Uh, that was that was uh, surprising, but also not at the same time. Because I feel like, and y'all can tell me what y'all think, I feel like that's the team that we feel like we've had for, for quite a while, but they just hadn't shown it that they could do that. But but we felt like they could. They just hadn't done it. Is that how y'all feel? No, I think that's a good point, Z-Chan, because, I mean, Tom, I mean, I mean, there were stretches against LSU. There were stretches against, I mean, all, Wake Forest, Clemson, I mean, where they showed, like, they're really freaking good, but they would always have the, they'd screw up in the red zone. There'd be penalties or be a weird call here or there. You know, like, man, it, it, that's what, that's why I went on a rant last week against Georgia Tech because there was so much potential right. on this team. And I thought they could be great, but they're making some mistakes and some stuff that's limiting them tonight. And we saw that potential actually come to fruition when they played four quarters of basically clean football. Yeah. They, this, we're going to go back to that NC State game, how good the season could have been, except for that that screw-up in that one game. But still, that's in the past. Relish what happened tonight. Yeah, Z-Chan, I'd say yeah, th- this is the team we thought existed. They do for stretches. But then also Miami sucks. I mean, just say it. Miami sucks. I, I You know, I, I did a project that came out today uh, for on Warchant.com, just looking at <laughs> what Miami was or they, and, and what they weren't. And they've got so many problems at so many different levels. I thought their defensive front was a little overrated. Like, they're good, but they're not world beaters like the Clemson front that Florida State saw or some of the things that, you know, NC State or Wake Forest brings to the table. Certainly not LSU. Um, I, I, you know, they were weak in the back seven. They didn't block it up on the offensive line even before they had an injury. They dropped passes. Their quarterback play was uneven even if Van Dyke is healthy. Miami's terrible. So those two things combined led me to believe that this would be a, a runaway. I didn't think it would be this big of a runaway, though, and that's where I'm just so thrilled. So were you the only two Knowles at the bar in Phoenix? That's it. It was just me and my wife, and that's it. There was some bunch of people watching the the World Series. There was some that the guy beside us was a Michigan fan. He and I and Cassie talked for a long time just about the difference in SEC football and 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 Big Ten, and he thought we were full of crap that football in the South was was better, and <laughs> tried to convince him that it was. And I mean, it, it was uh, yeah, we were by ourselves, um, but it was good. I, <laughs> my wife had to reel me in a couple times when we were just rolling, running <laughs> big run plays, or that that touchdown early on. What was it, the second touchdown where we just that long bomb? I I was I about lost it. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was unreal. I, I, you know, but the, the, y'all were talking about it. You know, we didn't do this to Georgia Tech and we didn't do this to Boston College, who were, I would argue, equally as bad. So, yep. Yep. you know, it was just nice to see them put together a complete game, start to finish. Yep. There was very little about this game that you could, you could argue with or find fault with. The, the coaching was really good. Play calling was fantastic. They executed. People caught passes. I couldn't believe that. Um, overall, I was just really impressed. The only thing I, the only other question I have for y'all is, what are the chances that we're ranked after today? Because I feel like with the losses in the top 25, that there's a pretty good chance with as dominant as this win with, 
as this win was. What do y'all think? Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Well, that's a, good, that's a good question. I think there's a chance. I know the, e, now again, say what you want about the ESPN FPI and some of the power polls and the computer stuff. FSU is the top 25 teams in those because they take strike the schedule and a lot of the other factors into into uh, consideration. So you'd think it just depends, but I think there's a, there's a chance they might be ranked. Uh, what do you think, Tom? Do you think other receiving votes, do you think they're going to crack the top 25? I think if a dancing Richard Simmons appears on the screen, they're going to be ranked. Oh, there he is. I guess so. I guess, yeah. I guess they're going to be ranked. <laughs> I think right, so. All right, all right. Now the clarion call of that win over LSU is too strong, combined with what they've done and, and some of the losses. That's true. If somebody looks at that, like uh, the LSU team that just beat Alabama. Yep. yep. Yeah. Who did they lose to again? Oh, Florida State and Tennessee. Oh, okay. Wow. Florida State, really? See, one team was just ranked number one in the yeah. playoff, and the other was Florida State. So. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Hmm. We now go to the 813 Lakeland, Florida, not too far from where I grew up. We go to Andrew. Andrew last talked to us, wow, well over a year ago. Back Andrew, in you're last. due. All right, Andrew, welcome to the program. Bring it for us. It's been a good night. What you got to say? It is always a great night when you beat the Kings. You can never go wrong with yes. the Kings. Cheers so, to that. <laughs> so very good night. Uh, just a quick comment and a quick question. So comment is, I know everybody likes to give Mike Norvell a rough time. I know it's been a slow grind, but if you look where we were, you know, his first year being beat by Miami 52 to 10, and now you're winning 45 to three. You look at Georgia Tech last week. I know it wasn't perfect and there was a lot of issues, but that's certainly a lot better than the first time we played them for sure. So I just think that even though he has not been perfect at all for sure, I think he does need to get some credit for I mean, we're a lot better team than we were when he first came here, for sure. Um, and then my my question is, because you guys will be real with it, real with me here, when we play Florida, like, what's what's our realistic chances of beating them? Mm. And that's all I got, guys. Okay. Go no. Thank you, Andrew. Um, we appreciate. I, I can almost tell you right now, I can 
assuming things go chalk and Florida State wins the next couple games and Florida does okay, I think FSU, my guess is Vegas will favor Florida State being at home. Yes. I think that's fair, but it's probably within, it's probably three, I'm guessing like a three, four point favorite. So there will be a slight favorite is my guess in the game. So I think they got obviously better than 50-50 shot of winning that game. I Like I said, I, I mentioned this earlier. They beat A&M today on the road, so that's a little bit, that's impressive, but at the same point, take that with a grain of salt. A&M is reeling. They had 31 players that missed the game because of illness or they had flu is ravaging that team, mm-hmm. illness or injury. So you kind of go, well, is it really, we, we don't know. Florida's had some stretches where they look really bad. I think they're better, they're better in Miami. They're better in some of these teams, but they're probably in the Louisville, you know, kind of, you know, in that range where they're decent, they're probably better than average. If you play a four-quarter game like you did today, I think you, you win the game. But they're good enough that if you play a bad game, they're going to upset you. Yeah, I think tonight's win helps you and your chances of winning that football game. Because if they were not engaged, they wouldn't be ready for the challenge that Florida's offense is going to bring to the table. Because Florida will just be physical to run right at you. And you've got to make a choice if you're going to be engaged to try and stop that. And I'm not saying they wouldn't have been if, if Miami had beaten Florida State tonight. I just now they will be 100 percent uh i think that game is going to be somewhere closer to maybe a touchdown gene but i mean six and three it's it's right there yeah um i think there's a very good chance that florida state wins that football game for the reason well, a healthy love it healthy cooper a healthy yes. you yes. know verse i mean it makes a huge difference like you said that team they're going to try to if you can if you can slow down that running game you put yeah. yourself in a good position there so no i agree 100 percent. i also love how florida state got a lot of film against a quarterback that is close-ish to the Anthony Richardson style of runner because he's tough. That's a young player. It's a freshman, but that's a tougher style of runner, not just a a very slender, fast quarterback who can scramble. That's somebody who can also run over you if you're not careful. And they made some mistakes tonight against the quarterback run game. That's why Miami was in position to score a touchdown. So I like Florida State's chances even better. Well, they played a lot of elite running quarterbacks, Cunningham, LSU. I mean, they played several of them. So this won't be a shock that they're playing an elite dual-threat quarterback. Correct, 100%. No, so all those things lead lead me to believe that they've got a real good chance of winning that game. Our final caller tonight is from New Jersey. So we start out on Long Island. Well, our second call was Long Island. We now go to Ben in New Jersey. Ben, we haven't talked to you since last September. Welcome back to the fold. And uh, go for it, man. It's been a fun night. You are our anchor, so you have the floor. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully I, I bring this call 360 to uh, you know kind of where we've been and where we are now. Uh, I thought we played a very solid game. I don't know, really, like, there's a couple plays I thought were good, but we just, it was the first complete game we've played in how many, many years. And I think that unto itself was, uh, a win. But my question is this. I was watching, it was like watching Miami, and they look like us under Taggart, like, <laughs> like, scarily to the team. Exactly. So, uh, my question is this. When we've whiffed on recruiting on a big recruiting weekend, which we did under Taggart, what happened to the recruits that were at that game? And I think the other thing is too, can like we actually expect to benefit from whiffing on a big recruiting weekend? Yeah, that's yeah. a great point, Ben. Yeah, that's what I, I asked Corey about that because he was out there, kind of reaction. Like if you're sitting there seeing these your team being blown out, you're on a visit and seeing the fans leave the game. Can impact is now it, and Corey made the point too. This is a different world than just a couple of years ago during the Taggart era because you got the NIL stuff. It may not matter because right. Ruiz wants to come in there and 
pay some five-star recruit a million dollars to come play for Miami, well, he may go, well, I don't like this team. Their fans suck. The program's on the way down. This coach is a moron. But I'm going to put some money in the bank, so I don't care. So it's a different world right now for recruiting. But those guys who are on the borderline, it, it's not a good look for Miami at all if you're at that game. If you're at that game and Florida State or Georgia or some other team is in the ballpark in NIL, you're probably going, I don't want to be a part of this guy's program. Right. right. That's the key, Gene, is a lot of these you know top-tier players just got a whole lot more expensive for Miami. That's yeah. that's the the best case for Miami is that we're just going to have to spend more to retain these guys because they see how much we suck. So, you know, let's just say that they're offering 300,000 units, fake units, of course. Yeah, units, whatever those and, are. And Georgia was offering 250,000 fake units. Wouldn't you be thinking longer and harder about going to Georgia after today? Because that might get me in the NFL where there's a couple right. thousand units right down right. the road. Now that, that's a great point on that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Any anybody who leaves Miami is is good for Florida State, whether they come here or they don't. Anybody who leaves and decommits from Miami because of what they saw tonight, it's a win for Florida State. So this was a whiff. I'm sure they were thinking about South Beach at halftime if they weren't already en route to South Beach in an Uber XL, whatever the case was. <laughs> the percentage of recruits that stayed to the end of the game had to be really, really low. Besides, Gene, if you're going to go check out the campus tomorrow, you got to commute 30 to 45 minutes away to get there. So you might as well get a head start to go back to the hotel in well, Coral Gables. Am I thinking also at some point, you've heard some rumblings of this with Ruiz or some of the, the billionaires who are funding all this NIL stuff. Look, I'm sure he had a luxury box out there with all his buddies, and he wanted to brag tonight about, oh, he's buying all these players. And their buddies were like, screw you, man. This sucks. Yep. Like at some point, he's going to pull his money and stop funding the NIL and go somewhere else because he's embarrassed in front of his buddies. He's not going to keep throwing money. Any businessman, if something looks that ugly and is bad, at some point, you just get the hell out of Dodge. This could be good for that, too. He may just say, enough of this. I'm going to stop funding this train wreck and go somewhere else with my money. Ben, we appreciate the call. You were the final caller tonight on the War Chant Game Day postgame show presented by Zaxby's, and we appreciate your support of the program. One more read, one more mention of our great sponsor, because this is the day they live for, too. Danny at Zaxby's and the whole crew over there. It seems like everyone's got a chicken sandwich these days. That's true. So how do you know which one to try? Luckily, one sandwich towers above all the others in size and in deliciousness, the same way the Knolls towered over the Canes tonight. That's Zaxby's signature sandwich. It's an extra-large hand-breaded filet and three thick-cut pickle chips on a split-top bun. And it comes with your choice of Zax sauce or spicy Zach's sauce. It's big, it's delicious, and it's only at your neighborhood Tallahassee Zaxby's. Your Tallahassee Zaxby's, a proud Golden Chief Booster, for 17 years, go Knowles, support Tallahassee Zaxby's next time you're in town, folks. And I'll bet a few more of you will be here on Black Friday because of what you saw tonight. The Miami Duck went home sad tonight, says Brian. He was around since. <laughs> there you go. He was around since the watch along because. I love D-Rob coined him the Miami Duck. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that does look more like the duck than the Ibis logo. Doesn't it? I mean, he's not wrong. Uh, you know, Ben, if you want to rifle through all of the Miami stuff that we have here, these, uh, oh, animations. Let's, glorious. These, let's relive it one more time. One more victory lap. There you go. Throw the damn towel. That's Rocky Four. We yep. all know that one. And, uh, Apollo Creed was Miami. There's, there's, 
There's Mario. I see that's a new one. Yeah. I love the crystal ball. There you go. That's Furrier-esque there. Yep. There's uh, old Jalen yep. from 14. The smoke, that's the smoke uniforms that Miami was wearing that night. Real special. Real special. Yep. There's, <laughs> this is my favorite. I love this one. Look at this. This has got to be, it's got to be Monday's press conference. He needs to come out like that. Have the shirt that's, off. That's the kind of shape Mike's in. <laughs> I hope he does that in the, maybe the one player or Mr. Toa Feely, if you're still here, tell Lawrence to have Mike do that at the yes. end of the season if they went out. <laughs> he can come do a cake stand with us. Oh, you know, James, James is somewhere in an NFL uh, hotel right now. Saying, oh yeah, we ate the W tonight. There's no doubt about it. Oh man. Another great job tonight grabbing that. Jared yep. Verse, who was not penalized for that. He made some money tonight. Good job, Jared Verse. Good job, Ben. Yep. <laughs> like, my grandma gave me that chain. That's unfortunate. And, uh. I was hoping we'd have like a, a faux chain to break out when they, mm. uh, when we got our turnovers to break that out tonight, but. Yeah, that's true. That, I just love that photo. Look at the man in the middle. Look at him. That got used a lot during the Man Cave shows, that photo right there. That's the best. And I love he's got the cheap little CVS glasses that he got for like $3 at the yep. CVS there. And that's what he's crying. He's like, why have these cheap shades? We've and I'm got, a Miami fan, and I suck. We've got a few more people to thank uh, before we sign off for the night. And you all are just so generous. Uh, Josh, <laughs> the sucky Canes. <laughs> Uh, the sorry. All right, Tom. That's just a weird. It's a weird. I don't know. What a sucky. Sucky canes have been downgraded to a tropical depression to one of those misty rains where you aren't sure if it's fog or rain. Go Knowles. That's true. That's like a. They call that a soft. I think the day. sun is shining. The cane. The hurricanes are dead. It is. Chris Thompson. Thank you, Mr. Thompson. Thank you, FSU's tight ends coach. Although it's spelled <laughs> differently, but it is. It is. Or FSU's running back. That could be FSU's running back. Well, that's true. He got hurt in that 2012 game. I'm so glad he had an NFL career. So glad we stopped Miami. Thank you. We are too. Logan, maybe too early, but do we worry about lack of top 10 recruiting? Uh, will this put a ceiling on the program, or do we think Norvell will pierce the top 10 soon? I don't know about this year, Logan, unless a lot of you out there decide that Rising Spear and other collectives like it are fit for your business. Um, but I think top 12 to top 15 is reasonable. And, and I think, again, recruiting class numbers are not what they were five years ago it's it's a different animal transfer portal is just as important if not more important and i like the adjusted rankings that take the transfer portal into consideration if you don't believe me who stood out tonight all the players that stood out for florida state tonight whether it's jordan travis who was a transfer yep trey benson uh jamie robinson i'm I'm just gonna on and on and on it is they're all they're all Right? Pretty much everybody. Well, I guess Pokey Wilson's about the only one who made a play tonight that was not a transfer. Two of your starting guards. Fabian Lovett wasn't here out of high school. I mean, you know, these are all, it's all over the place, Gene. Everywhere you look, Tatum Bethune, everywhere you look, yeah. every segment group has been touched by the transfer portal, whether it was Coach Norvell or not. Just keep hitting it because if you come to Florida State, you will be paid. Yeah, they're all, they're all going on. They're being successful here and they're going on in the next league. So the next stud defensive end. You can't, whatever, you're not getting enough playing time at Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. Yes. Come on to Florida State. The uh, the Florida State collective budget needs to be increased. So yeah. go help out help out your friends there and help out the program because we'll be doing more shows like this if you help out with that particular part of the program. It's, it's the world we live in now, and I'm all for it. JC, thank you. Bring on the recruits. This win is going to be, it's going to get the recruiting back right. 
Go Knowles, he says, and I agree. Gene, some final thoughts before we sign off for the evening? That was a great win. Uh, uh-huh. It says so much for the program, how far they've come. Like you said, I mean, the great analogy is where the game, Mike Norvell's first year, which he wasn't at the game technically yep. Yep. Uh, because of COVID, you know, that blowout, embarrassing loss at Miami. And honestly, this if you compare, was that Miami team really that much better than this one? They've been shitty for three years. Yeah, they have. And but but the difference is Florida State has grown dramatically over the three year period, which speaks volume to this program. Yes. How look how far they've come. So I'm just impressed. I'm proud of this team and how far they've come. I'm proud of Mike Morvell's put together in this team. Come in totally focused and just put the beat down on the rivals and embarrass them in their home place. Glorious. This is how you build a program. It is through victories. It is through blowouts. If you can get them over your rivals, Mike Norvell has scored a blowout in the series against Miami. We love that. To everybody who contributed to the program tonight, whether it was the pregame show that we did around 6.30 this evening with me and Jeff, thank you very much for your contributions in the chat, whether or not it was a super chat or not. We just thank you yes. for being a part Let's of the conversation. Clock's back. Let's do a little PSA here. And that's right. Uh, still for the people that were in the war chant watch along with me and D Rob. Thank you for those of you that advanced the chatter there. You asked D Rob some excellent questions. He went to the grease board once to explain the rail route touchdown. Well, the rail route big completion to Lawrence Toafili. It was the play they scored a touchdown on, uh, against Clemson last year, but other things that he explained to it's because of all of the conversation that you guys are fostering to the pillars. Like Z-Chan, who is yes, just a Z-Chan, monster. The man. Dane, Dane, thank you so much for being a big contributor tonight. Shout out to, I hope Eric Angel's okay. This is the first game I don't think he's called in, and I hope he's he's probably so inebriated and celebrating so much he couldn't find his phone. But, Eric, yeah. we hope you're okay, buddy, because you called this game. Yes. First one to call the blowout, buddy. Hope you're doing all right. Yes. Uh, to the CP, those who are at the CP, make sure Eric's make okay. Make sure Eric's okay. If he needs a water, get him a water. To Kimba and Jess Little way back, Z-Chan in the pregame show as well. Everybody in between. Caked, happy birthday. It was your 30th birthday. We appreciate oh, you. happy birthday. Everybody who contributed to the show, we really do appreciate it. To Terry, who screened the calls, awesome job. To Ben, who's been directing since 6.30 Eastern, we really appreciate all the work. You did a great job of grabbing those animations too tonight, uh, Ben. Oh, those were the, the drops were fantastic, Ben. To our friends Love at it. ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, I didn't do too bad. The duck. One last appearance by the angry duck. <laughs> there he is. D-Rob's duck. One more time. <laughs> ABC Fine Wine and Spirits, I didn't do thank too you, bad. ABC. I, I got a beverage going. That's, I got past the neck at least. Uh, thank you so much, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. And, of course, to Zaxby's, who brings us the entire presentation on a Saturday. Without Zaxby's, we don't have something like D-Rob working through the watch-along. So, Thank you to everybody for supporting the businesses that support us. For Gene Williams, for Ben, for D-Rob, for Jeff, for Corey Clark and Ira and Aslan, the whole team. For Terry, who was screening the calls. My name is Tom Lang. Head to Warchant.com for more content right now. Sunday Smash tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Wake up Warchant coming up Monday. I guarantee he's going to give at least one suck at Miami. Oh, my goodness. Uh, No holds barred for Mr. Cameron. Tomorrow night. We can't wait for it. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Six and three. Miami can't have this one back. Suck it, Canes. Have a good evening. <laughs>